y'all doing today? Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And that's right. We are here. It's a Friday. Yeah, it's a good Friday, too. A happy Friday. <laughs> oh, happy for me because I'm here. <laughs> and you should be happy because you wherever you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's a happy Friday. Oh, man. So we have a lot of stuff we want to uh, talk about today, and we're going to have a little fun. We're going to have a little fun. A little seriousness and a little fun, but we're going to do the dang on thing. Um, also, we have a song of the day for you. Uh, we have a quote of the day, somewhat. Um, we may want to talk about the quote for a little bit, but I don't know. Um, but anyway, we have a lot in store for you, and um, I'm looking forward to a very, very, very wonderful show. I really is. <laughs> yes, I said really is. <laughs> Get over it. All right, so I guess let's start with... Uh, Let's start with telling you how you can be a part of the show. Now, for you just out listening and you may hear something you want to chime in on during the conversation, all you have to do is just call me. Just call me, 347-838-8622. That's all you have to do. And uh, we'll be more than happy to hear what you have on your mind today. Another way is you can shoot me an email at ericletstalk at gmail.com. Hey, yeah. And the final way is you can join us in the chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Those, those are all the ways you can participate in the show, and I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. All right, so, so, <laughs> we got a lot going on, man. We have a lot going on, and uh, I don't know, I don't know. Seems like every time I plan a show, something comes up and and kind of derails what I wanted to talk about initially. But that's all right. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That means my brain is working, and there's a lot going on. Um, you know, things like families from Sandy Hook. They they want they are wanting to sue um, the weapon manufacturer. Yeah, the people who made the weapon. Um, I got my own thoughts on that, and we're going to talk about that in a little while as well. Um, You have musical artists and businesses that um, are deciding to boycott North Carolina because of the new LBGT laws. Um, I have my thoughts on that, too. (laughs) We'll talk about that. Uh, We got Russian planes, man, out there buzzing our our Navy destroyers. What's up with that? What's up with that? Oh, is Putin trying to send America a message, a hidden message somewhere? So we're gonna we gonna get into that um, also. And um, the CDC has decided that the Zika virus is more dangerous than they first thought. <laughs> and it's interesting now. You know they've known about this a whole time for a long time, but now it's more dangerous than they they first thought. Man, is this another? another plan to try and institute mandatory vaccinations. You know, we, we, we talked about vaccinations over and over again, and it seems like every time it dies down, some so-called virus shows up, and um, they need to make a vaccine for it. So those are some of the things we're going to run through, and uh, I can't wait to get to them. But first, <laughs> but first, oh, wait a minute, hold on, there's one more thing. Y'all remember those movies uh, back in the, 
eighties, nineties, you know, movies like um what what movies were we looking at? Um what was it? Uh Sleepwalkers. They live. V. Even Predator. You know, movies like that. You know, um have y'all under ever wondered whether some of that stuff is true or not? So we're gonna talk a little bit about that as well. <laughs> oh, that as well. And um we're gonna have us some fun. All right. Now before I go any further, it's time to give you your song of the day. Man, I'm telling you, we're gonna be rocking it. If you don't rock it and bounce your head off these these two songs right here, I don't know. I don't we may have to put a machine on you. Or you may be a machine. Because you know what? These these songs are gonna make you bounce. Gonna make you feel good. So if you're at work having a bad day, <laughs> get ready because you're gonna start feeling just a tiny bit better. All right. So without further ado, here are your songs of the day. Hold up. 
everybody to the wild, wild west. A state that's untouchable like Elliot Ness. The track hits your eardrum like a slug to your chest. Like a best for your Jimmy in the city of sex. We in that sunshine state where the bomb ass tent be. The state where you never find a dance floor empty and pimp be. On a mission for them greens. Lean, mean, money making machines serving fiends. I've been in the game for 10 years making rap tunes. Ever since honeys was wearing sassoon. Now it's 95 and they clock me and watch me diamond shining. Looking like I'm Rob Liberace. It's all good from Diego to the Bay. Your city is the bomb if your city making pay. Throw up a finger if you feel the same way. Straight putting it down for California, yeah.
dogs of the day. Ah, yes, I got to playing with my little toy last night, and boy, I came up with a good one. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Anyway, welcome back to the show. This is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And, man, I tell you, those were your songs of the day. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you, man, it wasn't bombing your head. Something wrong with you. Which Something is wrong with JC, so, I mean, it don't really matter. <laughs> Since you want to bother me. All right, time to get the shout-outs. Shout-outs, shout-outs, shout-outs. Guest 634-658, JC in the chat room. Thank y'all for joining us. And on my switchboards, I got a whole bunch of people. All right, thank y'all for joining as well. All right, so for those that are listening and, you know, you want to join in the conversation, 347-838-8622. That's what you got to do. All right, shoot me an email, Eric, let's, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. Uh, and then there's the chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Those are all the ways you can participate in the show, and I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. All right, so we got that out the way. We got that out the way. It's time to get it on, man. That's right. It's time to get it on. Um, It was a presidential debate last night. Were you aware of that? <laughs> uh, I hope you were because I wasn't. I sure wasn't. But um, it's interesting. You know, they did a um, survey afterwards, like they always do. You know, they always do these great surveys. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's interesting. The question was, who do you think won Thursday's Democratic debate? Now, that was the question uh, that was posed. And they had 560,484 people to vote in this thing, okay? And basically, 53% said, they don't care, and they didn't watch it. Aren't you tired of all these freaking debates? Uh, aren't you tired of it? Do, do we really need to have any more debates? Do we? Uh, you know, sometimes you can just beat beat, beat, beat something down, down, down until you just don't need them anymore. You know, in this survey also it says 2% believe Hillary Clinton won, 21% believe Bernie won, and 6% say they all seem to end in ties so <laughs> I didn't watch it so I'm part of that 53% because I didn't watch it and plan on watching it um, I mean let's be honest they're going to argue about the same thing they may be a little meaner than other you know the moderator is going to ask little simple questions and I mean you know Bernie going to tell the truth Hillary going to lie and it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. So with that, you know, with that being that way, you know, you just have to do what you do. Ah, I am garbling on the line, dude. Oh, okay. Is that a fact? Well, it has nothing to do with me, dude. Do, do, do. It has nothing to do with me. Let me see if I can fix that a little bit. Is that better now? All politicians are homosexuals. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay. Um speaking of, of homosexual, you know, we got something else going on too. Um North Carolina. North Carolina um has passed a new law and it is just it is just 
what can I say? Uh, causing all kind of trouble. It's causing all kind of trouble for um, their state, you know. And um, Ringo Starr canceled. You know, like really, who gonna go and see Ringo Starr? Um, Bruce Springsteen. You know, he didn't cancel, and a couple of businesses say they're not gonna do um, um, they're not gonna do um, any business with North Carolina until they change the law. Now, and, and <laughs> it's interesting. The, the 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 problem they're having right now is this law known as HB two, and it prevents transgender people from using the public bat restrooms that correspond their gender identity. Okay, decreeing that all public institutions must post signs saying that bathrooms and locker rooms are to be used only on biological sex. It also prevents municipal governments from pursuing anti-discrimination laws. Um, <laughs> y'all hear me giggling, right? <laughs> oh, um, but in Mississippi, they have issues also. By Brian Adams pulled a show over their new law that allows religious groups and some private businesses to refuse to serve gay people. Okay, so what do y'all think about that, huh? What do y'all think about that? That is, man, oh man, oh man. (laughs) You know, in the case of North Carolina, I'm with them. If you're born a boy, go to the boys' bathroom. If you're born a girl, go to the girl bathroom. You know what? You know what this this makes me think of. You know, with all the problems, all the pedophiles and and sickos you got walking around, why would you want somebody of the opposite sex to go in the opposite bathroom? That just makes no sense to me. I don't care if you're born a boy, you and you still got boy parts. That's where you should go, the boys' bathroom. I don't know why they're trying to make it such a big issue. Uh, about it, but just common sense. Just common sense, you know. And if, no, anyway, um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 that, that's just basic. It's basic stuff, you know. If a woman who who walks around imitating, thinking she's a boy or a man, goes into a men's restroom, and she gets attacked, then all of a sudden, we got some issues, right? Everybody want to sue somebody, right? Uh-huh. So, let's keep it simple, and let's keep it per as it is now. If you're born a boy, you got boy parts, you go to the bathroom. If you're born a girl, and you got girl parts, you go to the girls' bathroom. You don't need to make no special bathrooms, build no special rooms for them. Heck, Oh, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. You know, and the more I read this, the more I think about um, 2030, you know, and and things like that, where the plan is by 2050 just to be no sex at all. No sex at all. You You won't be classified as male. You won't be classified as female, you know. Now, if I'm around in 2050, I'm going to be classified as a man, okay? Because I am a man. <laughs> you know, um, that's North Carolina, man. And um, I don't know why the people, you know, are getting all up in arms. It's just logic. It's logic. But 
then again, they can do what they want to. Now, in the case of Mississippi, where their new law allows religious groups and some private businesses to refuse to serve gay people. <sighs> you know, here's, <laughs> this one is a tricky one. All right. You, let's say I was to say, just simple say, I agree with that too. You know what the first thing somebody else is going to say? Well, Mr. Talk, remember, they used to refuse to, to serve black folk. Remember that? So how can you be for that? And, and Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know it's coming. You know, I know how y'all going to swing it and, and things of that nature. But, but, uh, I I'm not even going there with that one now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What do you think about that? Do you think that's a good law? In 2015, do you think that is a good law? If you have your own business, your own business, do you have the right to refuse service, not only to someone that's gay, but to anyone? And you know what? I just thought about that. You know, if they're all up in arms, why aren't they up in arms that on businesses that says, has signs on the door, no shirt, no shoes, no service? Remember that? Do y'all see that? I know you see that. Isn't that in the same realm? Isn't that the same thing? They're refusing. To, they're refusing to give you service, right? I'm just putting it out there and asking questions, man. I ain't, you know, it, and that's the problem. They, they fuss about one thing, but if you look over here, it's the same thing. It's just the only difference is it has the word gay or LBGT. That's the only difference. That's it. So, if that is the case, then, if you were to take those words out, I, nobody would have any problems in the, in Mississippi over a new law that allows religious groups and some private businesses to refuse to serve people. People. All right? Take the gay out and just say people. Now, how many people going to get upset about that? Huh? But if you just put the gay people back in. Oh, Lord, everybody's all upset now, man. All the world is going to end. Those people right. They live in the United States of America. Isn't that what it's supposed to be about? (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, the the more I, I, I look at things like that, the more I say, just shake my head. Shake my head. I really do. All right, so those are the first two I'm gonna talk about. I got a couple of more here that they're gonna talk about. But I see I got some hands going up, and somebody want to say a whole lot real fast. So let me bring them into conversation. All right, um, area codes nine zero nine. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hi, this is Suzette from California. Well, hello, Suzette. How are you? Good, good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for asking. So what you got for <laughs> me today? <laughs> Good. Well, I noticed in the chat area, um, let's see, JC4E13 gave me a thumbs up because he was saying all the crap starts in California, and I was saying, yeah, no kidding. Trust me, it mm-hmm. sucks. But you know what? It's too bad that he has to give me a thumbs up because it, it all shouldn't be happening in the first place, you know. I think if we're just all considered people, black, white, yellow, LBG, whatever you call yourself, you're a person. And if you just right. mind your own business, then everybody will be in business. I mean, think about it. It really upsets me when you have to when you have these people 
different pe- groups of people. They're not races or anything else, but different groups of people that feel that they deserve special in-your-face rights. And it doesn't have to be that way. Before, um, I don't go into my work and say, hey, I like to do it traditional style or whatever. No, I just go to work. Mm-hmm. Go to work saying, I'm at work, I'm gay. <laughs> no. Well, I exactly. hope not anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to use this restroom because even though I'm dressed like this, I want to be this, you know, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And it really upsets me that we have to have these extra special little laws or legisla- legislation or penal codes or whatever for the small group. Just if they could just go about their business, they would be treated equally. <laughs> but when you're just all up in everybody's face, it's kind of hard. You know, you're absolutely right, and that, that's my point right there. <laughs> you know, that's that's my point right there. You know, they make it harder on hard on themselves, I guess I, I, I'm going to say. They make it very hard on themselves. Because, like you say, if you just go on about your business, nobody's going to bother you. Nobody cares, you know. And I still say, yeah. though, if you're, born, if you're born a man, you're going to use the man's bathroom. If you're a woman, go and yeah. use the woman's bathroom. I don't care what you perceive yourself as, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if I had a daughter and a man went in the men's bathroom, I don't care what he considered himself. He gonna get a beat down, you know. I mean, that's just the way I look at it, you know. And, I, I agree. <laughs> but then, you know, but Mr. Talk, you also got to consider the schools and the gym, the gym classes the kids have. When you think mm-hmm. about that too, and you have they're they're not they're not transgender, but they're hedaphromite. Or what do you call it? I can't pronounce yeah. it. Um, Yeah, thank you. They can't, they, it wasn't their choice. The poor things, they were just born that way. And in order to be able to have them grow up, I think, where nobody subjects them to any type of ridicule, I think that it would be a good idea to maybe just have a group of dressing rooms where they just have, the kids just go in there and dress as far as there's like six or seven stalls. And six or seven kids will go in there and dress. And those will come out, and six or seven more will go in and dress. And so this way, nobody has to know anything about any of them, and they're all considered on a level playing field. Because right now, I'm hearing that some of them will wait till after everybody's been dressed, and they'll go out, and then they'll they'll go back in and get changed. Or they feel like they've got to go in a stall and change because they're different. But they don't want to be treated different. And Mm -hmm. so in order for them not to be isolated, as far as you have a special bathroom, well, that pretty much isolates them right there, duh. <laughs> so that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> what do you <laughs> think? <laughs> I think you just answered it yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think you just answered it yourself. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, isn't that it, funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we can't do nothing but laugh about that. But hold on for a minute, Suzette. I'm going to let you um, leave your line open, and we're going to bring JC in, okay? Oh, okay. All right. Welcome to the show, JC. How you doing today, sir? What's up, Mr. Talk? Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm doing okay, man. Hey, look, you know what? what? I think that's a great law. I think it's a great law. And uh, I, I, I hear what Suzette is saying as far as, you know, the uh, homorphodite, that they might not have a choice. But, you know, because they're born with um, both organs. Now, if it depends on who they, what they identify as. 
Now, if they identify as a man, okay, then they should go on inside the, the men's room. If they did, uh, identify as a woman, then they can go inside the women's uh, restroom, okay? So it depends on what they ident- how they ad- identify their gender, you know? Now, if they have both organs and, and breasts, of course, you know, then they have to figure that one out. But that's female, okay? Oh, sure, now, sure, Mr. Right. Oh, no, I get that. You're right on that. And then yeah. I agree with yeah. you that, on that yeah. with adults and, like, restaurants mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Sure. Right. So, you know, it, it depends on who they, they identify with. Now, as far as the transsexuals and those transgenders or whatever, it, it, as far as I'm concerned, it, there is no such thing. They're all homosexuals, whether they be female or whatever. They keep taking up – they're going to they're gonna take up the whole doggone alphabet pretty soon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but – as, 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 you know, if, if they're a man, they're a man. They get inside the men's room. If they go to a certain game, then don't go to the game as a woman. Don't don't dress up as a woman because if they know it's two types of, of restrooms, which um, and if they are a man, if they were born a man, go in the men's room. If if they were born a woman, then and look like a man, where they go get transformed, then they need to go on inside the female restroom. See, right now is that LGXYZ. They're pushing for things it, 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 it's as if uh, they are being subjected to things and they are not, okay? They are coming mm-hmm. out just like Suzette said. If you don't get up in people's face with this mess, then no one will notice it. I didn't uh. notice these people until they start marching, talking about they need this and they need that, and it's not fair um, that they go through this and whatever. They're out right. there fooling these transgender guys, they're fooling people. You know, other men saying that they are actual women, and then they find out, then they find themselves six feet under. They have these and then you females got, out you got here. Bisexuals creeping in there too. That's LGBT group. So bisexual. I don't know. I don't want to know what you do in your bedroom. You know, if you like going both ways, well, hey, that's your business. <laughs> right. And see, that's the thing. They're yeah, putting it out there for everybody. You know, and you mm-hmm. got these women out here pretending to be men going out here fooling females into thinking that they are men. See, what it is is they, they're a bunch of, uh, they're, how should I say, the United States have turned into a complete uh, uh, a, a complete place of victimhood. Every time it's something That's that someone don't like, see, what has, what has happened is, you know how you have a certain tribe, you know, and the tribe. Let's say if you have certain type of people and they say, oh, they don't like us. What happens is they back away. And once they built their strength and got stronger, what they're doing, these homosexual females and males, what they're doing because they have strength in numbers now, what Mm -hmm. they're doing is they're trying to manipulate the system to their advantage because what it is is they have been mistreated so many, uh, um, you, you know, over time that what they want to do, they want to do payback right now. So that's what they're doing. So everybody's pretty much jumping on the bandwagon because they're getting this, that, and the other just like anything. They want free stuff. They want this, that, and the other. They're playing victim. The whole United States is nothing but a place of victimhood, and we're just getting laughed at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, that's a Wait. whole lot. And, and I, I, that's interesting that you say victimhood. You know, at one time we was calling it just political correctness, but now that you mentioned, yeah, you, you're right. It's victimhood. I like that. We created a new word here today. 
you know me. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so we got issues right now, and, and they're pushing it because they want to be on top. Now, you got to think about this also. Now, once they get all these things in, in place, now, let me tell you, if there was a story where um, a straight couple went into a, uh, a uh, bakery that was ran by uh, a, I guess, a gay community, and uh-huh. they wanted a, a female and male, uh, I guess, on top of the cake. They refused them yeah. service, and guess what? No one that. said anything. Oh, yes, they did. Oh, yes, they did. They they raised the big stink about that. But the they didn't stink. raise enough. Huh? That's, uh, that's the whole point of they, hypocrisy right there. Yeah, they didn't ro- they didn't raise it enough because if they are if they go if they feel like they are um someone is doing some harm towards them because they like the same sex, okay? Then they have to understand they need to talk to those their people and say, "You know what? Because we were discriminated against in this manner. Let's not do it to them. And the Black Lives Movement, that 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 female on there, that thing, she said mm-hmm. that she. I don't know if you saw it, Mister Talk. It turns from it turns from Black Lives Matter into a queer movement. She said that they're trying to queer their movement. Did you you see that interview? No, I didn't see that interview. I'm having to go and search yeah, go, for that one. Yeah, go on YouTube and look up um, Black Lives Matter female wants to queer the movement and you'll find it that's what she said she said she wants to queer their movement she said this whole heterosexualism thing they just love making up words they just make me laugh they said that that's kind of like um something in the past so they they believe that everybody on earth is actually gay they believe that everybody should be able to sleep with anybody they want to just like nambla those men in in canada they believe that it shouldn't be any consent for a grown man to sleep with little twelve year old and eleven year old boys. They 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 say they trying to get rid of that consent law. They don't think that it's wrong for a female to sleep with a ten, eleven, nine year old girl. Wait <laughs> consent law. Did right, you say yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's called NAMBLA. NAMBLA. N A M B L A. These guys want to uh, want to sleep with um, young boys and they and, little and, girls and, and little boys. Yeah. Yeah, wow. that's what they want in Canada. They're trying to pass that. And what happened is that organization got broke up, right? Because mm-hmm. they actually pedophiles who like kids and they know it. But what it is, they broke up. But they're still out there. But the organization <laughs> kind of broke up. But they're still uh-huh. out there, and they have a female organization out there the same way, want to sleep with little girls. That what they're doing, Mr. Talk, is they're getting to our young kids, and they're turning them yeah. out. That, and they're making them yep. think that that's how it's supposed to be. The, the guys are getting a hold of these young boys, and these females are getting a hold of these young girls, making them think that that's how they are supposed to enjoy sex with someone of the same sex. And by the time they mature enough to, – by the time they develop more, they all uh-huh. messed up. All they do is the boys like men and the girls like women. Wow. And, and you know what, though? That is that, that, that is a good point, J.C. And uh, 
Tyler, I lost my, my point of view. I was right, and I lost my thought here. Uh-huh. Little girls and little boys are curious enough already that we don't have to give them other things to be curious about. You know, they don't need to be exploring in that area. <laughs> there you go. In the, in the curiosity area, that's where they get them when they're curious. Young kids mm-hmm. are curious, and that's when they grab them. You're right on that, Suzette. You know what? Now I know what I was going to say. You know, right now it's it's easier for a same-sex couple to to adopt a kid than a um, nuclear family. That is just crazy. Mm -hmm. That that is just outrageous. I'm like, really? Because they (laughs) are changed. Because, see, they're changing the system. You see, they're changing the system. Look, this is what's going on. Uh, These homosexual male and female are getting into these um, power seats. They're getting on these city, city councils. They're becoming mayors. They're becoming sheriffs. They're becoming uh, congresswomen and congressmen. You see, they're getting the power positions. The only way you can change things is you've got to sit in that position to where you can make those changes. you got to be the one that can lay down the law and say, this is what's going to happen. And, and, and sooner, just take, for, for instance, Mr. Talk, in Nollywood, Nollywood movies in Africa, right? In Nigeria, they they have full blown gone out lesbian. They said that's the only way that that you can make money. These females is to go out and be lesbian lesbians, and that has become popular. You just look it up. Nollywood movies, all they do is make movies about lesbians in Nigeria. That's it. I think it all boils down to what Mr. Talk was um, talking about earlier in the show as far as the, the laws. You know, we've got progressive liberal laws that are, are changing the fabric of our of our country, and and not for the better, unfortunately. You know, we're all supposed to be on the same page united, and we can be that way, but, but everybody's going to just mind their own business. And unfortunately, there's <clears throat> groups of people that can't do that. And so they're changing everything and to where the the main part of our, what we stand for is disappearing. I mean, when the country starts with the the adoption that it's easier for for LGBT couples to get a baby than a straight couple, and when you have um, Hispanic people being able to get benefits and business loans easier than a citizen of the country. I, I mean, what's going on? <laughs> Citizens well, of the country are just being ousted, basically. Well, I think J.C. hit it right on the head. I really do. When he said, you have to be in, in positions of power, and that is what's going on. Let's take a look at um the NFL with the Ray Rice thing. You know, once that blew up and all of a sudden they had to have Oh Lord, I would say uh, women on you know to advise them on domestic violence things. But these women happen to be you know, yeah, lesbians. So mm-hmm. you know that that goes back to you know they're beginning uh, um, not just the women, the men to you know they're beginning to, to get in positions where they can control certain things. You know, yeah. and, and like you say, if you can control it, then you can control the narrative. You can control the people. Right. If you, you know, control it, you, you can change it. Yeah, you you take you take for instance countries like uh, um, India, um, Philippines, Saudi Arabia. You know, it, it's not nothing um, new for them to um, sleep with little boys. 
you know, up until a certain age, you know, till they marry or what have you. So in, in some parts of the world, it's already accepted. And I think what the, what the problem is here is it's being forced now. You know, we already knew they existed. Let's be honest about that. We already knew they existed. Yeah. But now it's the point where it's being forced down our throats. And that it shouldn't be that way. It really shouldn't mm-hmm. be. Yeah, yep. so... But, but that's why they're grabbing those positions and everything. Okay, I mean, see, and and, and I love women in death, Mr. Talk, you know, but I, I'm going to say what, what, I, what I see. You, you, the feminist organizations are using different groups to try to um, weasel their way into certain things. Now, just like you said, you know, the football team, uh, the NFL, Okay, they mm-hmm. didn't have any women in those powerful positions. Those right. women wanted the position. They don't care nothing about the abuse. They wanted to break in and get that position. Exactly. The time they put those three females in there, they were happy. You didn't hear anything else about it. Then they had they um, hired a um, female referee, okay, <laughs> right after yeah. those three females. You're right. And then – yeah, and then they had um, they hired the female referee for the NBA. But guess what? It's not going to happen in the um, in the major league baseball. Because one thing I can't say about those guys, those dudes saw some tobacco spitting, manly. <laughs> Want to play my baseball? Women stay out of our face. You know that's the all American game right there. You know, mm-hmm. and it's nothing. It, it, it's nothing to. to to knock women down, but it's certain things. Let's say, for instance, that they are fighting against. Okay, I'm just saying this: the LGB feminist type people. They they mm-hmm. don't want they don't want men to be. They won't don't want the young men on campus to have their own organizations to where they can go come together at a center and talk about male issues. The feminists went and blocked that and told the um the chancellor that if that went through. Then they was gonna, people were gonna pull money this and the other. They're doing that all over the colleges and stuff. You see, so they're just manipulating the system. And North Carolina is just gonna be another another victim. But you know what? If they hold out and they let these corporations know that you know what, we don't care. We're not gonna accept that mess. Look at Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A, they went through and guess what? They people went and spent more money there. Actually, um, their year in. Uh, income it went up, right? Yeah, when they right. Tried, yep. You know, and, and I said, I'm saying, hold on. You know, if if, if businesses want to leave, or if if you know, entertainers want to cancel, okay, go ahead, cancel. You know, okay, you'll be back though. <laughs> you say you back. Eventually, you gonna come back. Um, you know, but I, I was thinking. <laughs> My husband and I were talking about this. We were talking about that same thing you just said right there, because basically they're hurting themselves by not by canceling, and they'll be yeah. back. <laughs> they'll be back, exactly. You know, I was thinking about this program that comes on one of these channels, the Prince and Elites, and it took me back oh. to, uh, and it took me back to uh, when a couple of years ago when I did a show um, about these young men wanting to be a part of AKA. And they were they were planning on suing the sorority because they wouldn't let them in, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. You know this really. And now then I go and flip through channels and I see what the Pransy Leaf, a, a bunch of no. See, and yep. I think it just has gone too far. It really has, you know. Yeah. 
it's we just one of those. Role. It's not a rule. It's not a law, but it's just something that's unspoken. You know, I'm, I'm a female, and I don't think women should be fighting in wars. I don't think that they should be in the elite um, squadrons that we have, like Navy SEALs and stuff. There's just certain roles that qualify for certain genders. Again, there's no, okay. well, they've changed the okay. rules, but, oh. you know, I just <laughs> Okay, hold on, Suzette, because you just said something. All right, we got to go into this. Okay, so you say you don't think women should be doing what? In, what kind in of wars. Okay, and clarify what you mean field. about fighting in wars. I, I don't think they, they should be on the ground, like in Afghanistan or fighting ISIS on the ground, you know, where you, you're in the same foxhole with somebody with a with your male counterparts um, fighting next what? to you. And oh, I don't know about that now. Okay. I, okay. I just, because that, that, that makes it I, I seem think, like the man, that makes it seem like, I'm sorry, but that makes it seem like the man may be, Harmful to the woman. Did I hear that correctly? I'm not sure. No, I'm I'm thinking. I'm thinking the other way around. See, female anatomy. We have different parts, and we have we have menstruations. I'm sorry to put that on the air, but it's said properly anyway. I could use other words, but anyway. So we menstruate, and being out in the field, in the Mm -hmm. in the foxholes and someplace else, there are things that we have to take care of, and Mm -hmm. we can't be scheduled to be fighting out in war. Oh, you. You can't go, okay, we'll schedule you to go out with the next group. Um, you'll be good next month? Okay, good. So <laughs> not only well, that, but you may have men, that, that. Will, hold you on, may hold have on. men that will sympathize. With, hold on. Um, you know, I understand what you're saying. And in, in garrison, you know, here in the United States, we're on base. Okay, we understand that part of it. However, however, you know, being um, I had females in the unit I was in. You know, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, we squatted next to each other and used the bathroom together. <laughs> you know, uh, because uh-huh. that's what we had that's what we had to do. So mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, you know, I know what you're saying about the infantry and all that, and I kind of have a little, you know, little uh, thing about I, the way I feel about that also, because you know that's a whole different animal completely as far as you know women and men. But as far as just regular units, yeah, I, women, women, I, I know it's a couple of them I would rather have with me um, than a guy because they're just that that proficient and they handle their business. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah I agree as, that there are women that can do the job. I'm not saying they can't physically do the job because there are that they can. You know, they will mm-hmm. dedicate themselves to, to doing it. And so physically-wise, as far as, you know, completing all the tasks that need to be done in order to to um, to graduate and and be a, a military person or whatever it is that they do. Um, yeah, there are those that, that actually dedicate themselves to do it, and I congratulate them for for doing that because you know that's not easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but see, yeah, it's, I think, it's, it's, it, see, I don't know. Maybe I'm just one of those objectors to things like that. I mean, it. I mean. They can go and they can perform their office duties and things like that. I mean, they can even be a, a deuce and a half mechanic and so on and so on, okay? But it's certain jobs that they just should not be in. Now, they can they go through their basic training, of course, Mr. Talk, you and I know that. Okay, when they right. go through, their standards are not like the men, okay? 
they're not allowed, they're not required to do a lot of things that the men are required to do, okay? Now, let's say, for instance, me. I, when I started out, I started out a grunt. I started out a snow trooper in Alaska in the 5th of the 9th Infantry. That's where I started out. And there's no way that a female, I'm just saying just going back that far, would have been able to keep up with out there in that snow carrying all that extra stuff because the, the, the gear that, they, that we carry um, – Outside of Alaska, we carry double. We carry snowshoes, skis. We carry all, we carry, I mean, it's like double the amount that we're supposed to have on. Then we have on all these layers, the Mickey Mouse boots, all this, and we're traveling through snow. And going through snow, it takes a lot more energy than yeah, traveling just, just basically because you have to take half steps. You know, you, you just can't mm-hmm. do that. So, they, females are, I mean, they can hold their own in the military, and I'm just going to say this. From what I've seen at sitting at that desk, at being a cook, that's all I've seen them do. Sit at a desk or be a cook or maybe an MP or I haven't seen them really do anything anymore and drive a truck, you see. <laughs> so as far as being on the front lines, is is no is not is not going to be any of that prissy stuff because a lot of guys don't want a woman out there with them. Period. They don't want them out there because they don't hold their own when it comes to something like that. They but have they're out show, there now, know. though. They're fighting. Yeah. No, right they're, they're not. Out there. They have them no, out there. they're not. No, they're not out there hold now. On, what it is? Hold on, hold on, is, hold on for what, hold on, hold on for a minute. Because oh. something just came across my news feed, and I, it's just funny because we're talking about it now. U.S. Army uh-huh. approves 22 women officer candidates for possible combat units. 22 women combat, 22 women currently training to become U.S. Army officers will be allowed to enter the service as second lieutenants in the infantry and armor branches under historic new rules that allow women to serve in combat jobs. Now, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that, yeah, that was, yeah, they had put that out, yeah, they had put that out, and um, I, I just found that out, uh, like. Uh, three or four weeks ago. Now, see, this is the thing. You notice, Mr. Talk, they said officers, okay? Yeah. They right. said officers, second lieutenant. Now, what, what usually happens? Usually the lieutenant is the one that sits back and points and don't know what in the hell, excuse me, what in the world is going on, okay? That's all they know how to do. Now, these they want to be at a certain point where they, they can just point out to men which way to grow to go and a lot of these guys have a lot of experience okay they're not going to listen to no nonsense like that unless she's out there in the mud in the dirt and she's going to have to prove herself these women going to have to prove well, themselves well, in JC, the and jc mm-hmm. jc now yeah. you know that's any leader when you come into a military that's any leader you know that you know, whether it's male or female, you come in, you're new to the unit, you got to prove yourself before, you know, anybody really trusts you or what have you. So I don't right, see where right. that, that comes in, you know, that plays into well, it. Look at it this way. <laughs> look, at, look at it this way, okay? In order for them to, to go through the infantry, okay, now I, I heard, now I, I, you can maybe look it up, I haven't looked it up yet, I heard from a buddy of mine, that they raised up um, the push-ups, in, in, in other words, 
the females have to do the exact same amount of push-ups and physical stuff that the guys do. Okay. okay. Now, if they, did, if they did that, if yeah, if they did that and they passed, then, hey, there's no problem. Then at that point, I know they can handle their own. I won't have to be, I, I mean, when I was in, I never worked around women. that was always a uh, grunt. And um, um, at my last unit was seven rangers. But we didn't have those because I just didn't want to work around females. So I always was a grunt and in those type of units, you know. Mm. Now, when they go into a tank battalion, okay, a, a, a tank commander is usually up in the ma- middle, as you know, up there at the turret, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, hopefully, after a while of being inside a tank, Okay, which I have been in that MOS before also, okay, you start smelling, okay, you start smelling. After a while, you get used to it. If a, one, if a woman is going to be in a tight a tank unit, most likely a lieutenant, is going to be a tank commander, okay? Now, if she's yeah. standing up there and she's been out in a, uh, in a field for about a week, okay, and she haven't, don't have anything to accommodate what happens to her unless they come up with a pill to stop that mess, I'm, I'm sorry, Sue, that, to stop that stuff, okay, uh-huh. then, well, then it's, it, 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 it might work out. But I, don't, I wouldn't want to be in a tank with someone and but, that stuff start happening because it's not a friendly But see, JC, see, <laughs> I understand your points, but you have to understand. Oh, and to, to your um, <clears throat> reference, they do have pills and shots that slow, you know, that stop it from so many uh, months or what have you. So oh, okay. that is already in place. But – um. You know, um, I like I said, I was in the transportation unit. We had females, okay, and we slept on our trailers, and you know, we did what we had to do. And right. I must admit, all the females that we rode, that you know, we rode with, we didn't have that issue. We did not have oh, that okay. issue. They, they, they handled their business just like you know, a, a, a dude sitting next to you. You know, when it was time to put fire down range, they fired down range. You know, when it's time to okay. break down the tires and, you know, break down the tires and set them back up, they were right there with us doing that, too. So mm-hmm. I, I think, if, see, here's my thinking on this. <clears throat> um, if a woman says, I want to go to the military and I want to join an armor unit, give her the opportunity. Then. And this is why I say give her the opportunity. See, this way. You can't say that it's being thrown, uh, forced down your throat because it's up to them whether they meet the requirements or not. You know, the, mm-hmm. the military now, they're, they're no longer, you know, they're really working on the standards, you know, because it used to be female do these many push-ups um, and guys do about this many push-ups. In other words, the female had to do right. 35, the guys got to do 65 to max. You know, so they, right. they're, bringing, they're bringing them back, to, you know, to making them quite equal. Um I'm with you I, on I, that I, as far as the same standards, sure. If they want to join and they can meet the standards, then, then yeah. you know, they're right for the job. Right. And yeah, But the only, thing I worry about, the only thing I worry about when having a woman in a combat um, combat unit or, you know, infantry is the emotional mm-hmm. state. Is the emotional mm-hmm. state. That's the only thing I worry about. Yeah. You know, See, I'm gonna you yeah. it's a known you, fact. You, Women are more emotional than men. So right. how, how, is gonna, how is she going to react when she sees somebody um, get their head blown off? Is she going to freak out, okay. you know, bust out crying? What is she going to do? 
You know what I mean? See, or is she goes, she gonna say, "Oh well, like we do, and keep on going." So I mean, that's what? the only issue I'll have. I think yeah, that if, see, um, if she can make the if she can make the training, if she can make the standards, then she's got to be strong-minded. And and if she's strong-minded, then she'll be able to handle the emotional part too. And see, you know, I think they kind of go hand in hand. You have weak men as well that don't make the training, or if they do make the yeah. training, they lose it out there on the battlefield. You know. Uh, I was about. Yeah, I was, you, I was about you, uh, hold on for a minute. Hold on, JC, real fast. I was about to make a point. Um, I remember when we got our orders to go to the Gulf War. The Gulf War. Mm-hmm. There was a grown man. I mean, grown man. Break down, broke down, and cried like a baby. You know, and we all looking yeah. at him like, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, yeah. but you know what? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I guess it could work both ways. Go ahead, um, JC. Well, we have to look at the percentage percentage of men. I mean, it, it's, it's been nothing but men on the front line, you know, centuries ago, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, it's kind, of, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a brotherhood. You know, it, when you're out there, you know that, hey, you know, if something something's going to happen bad, it may happen to um, you or your, your buddy, you know, your combat mm-hmm. buddy. So right, right. you have this band of brothers type mentality. You ain't say nothing about a band of brothers and some sisters, you know. Well, and, 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 and you have to look at it. I, I look at it this way. This is just me, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, when I was there, and of course, you, you know how it is there also, okay? I was always mm-hmm. on the front line. I know how it is. I know how it is to see certain things. I know how it is to smell blood. I know how it is when it dries and it smells. It's like I can still have that taste from the air in the back of my throat, you know? And mm-hmm. when something happens to someone, you know, the the guys know how to comfort each other. You got a female out there and 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 hopefully, you know, she can handle she can uh, control her emotions, stop break down and crying. And you go, I, I mean, I'm sorry, I just can't because there's too many things come out of that. I couldn't see myself holding another female soldier, you know, just trying to comfort her in a way, you know, I just can't because it'll just remind me of a freaking weak person that shouldn't be out here, you know, just, I'm just saying, just me personally. Now, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to, to consider, open this or anything. What if yeah. you're captured by the enemy? Are they hey. going to be able to, that, you know, hey, sustain? That's, that's, look, that's part, that's part of the, the that's part of the job. Sure, I mean, sure. Yeah. But, but you know what the trick to... is? What's that? You huh? know what the trick is, though, Mister Talk? Yes, but they putting them in there right now. They put them in, put, put putting the females in there right now because guess what? They know it's not going to be another major, major conflict for a long time. So they can go in there and they can go through that training and they can be inside the infantry unit and this and the other, and they're gonna say, oh. The women can make it through is no problem. You know, so-and-so, Mary, she stayed in there five years in an infantry unit. Guess what? She stayed on an infantry unit in the United States on post and didn't do anything. You, you see what I'm saying? It's a big difference. I, I, so I they, see the point so that, to make. Uh-huh. Yeah, All so right. that's going to be their excuse. Okay. Um, hold on. I got somebody else want to come into the conversation. Um, Eric Code 313, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Okay, I was on mute. Um, this is uh, <laughs> okay. How are you? Hi, Sister. Well, I'm doing fine. 
Uh-huh. I want to speak to you before your show go off, if you have a minute. But I just wanted to say this, is that um, I know when I look at my family, I have relatives who served in um, the Vietnam War who returned to Vietnam every night, men, okay? Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, when we talk about the trauma of war, be it male or female, I think they can equally experience the same devastation. I know here in Detroit, most of our homeless, uh, we have a high population of veterans who are um, having mental issues and they're not getting the type of care through the Veterans Administration or through the Veterans Hospital that they should be. And so I'm just curious, are are, are you saying that men can deal with death and killing to a greater extent than women? I'm just wondering, is there a difference? I I think so. You do? Yes, because I've been there. Mr. Talk has been there. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's. Yeah, I think I I think that men can because you have to look at over time. Men have always been there in the front line. Okay, that's why they decided not to have women under the draft because they knew emotionally that they were not, they could not do it. Okay, now true, we had wax um, during World War Two, and we had you know in Afghanistan. And, and Iraq, but they're not up there where they see someone's leg being taken off by a freaking mortar. They, they have not been there where someone's blood splatter on your face and in your mouth and dry off, and what can you do but wipe it, okay? Now, that right there within itself, certain type of, it, it, it takes a person to understand that that's, what war is all about and men just through time have really been raised to as they because they have to be somewhat of a warrior and understand that one day they may have to go off to war and protect you know um their families and friends and so on okay now women have always pretty much been behind okay now they can maybe go through some trauma maybe something um, that, that affected their husband or whatever, and their husband goes through something, they may go through it emotionally too. But they don't understand that he went through it physically, okay, when he comes home, okay, they may see a change in him. War changes people. When you go away, that type of stuff changes a man, okay? It, 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 uh, it, it, it will take a, a bigger effect on a female, you know, and just, there, I have to disagree with you because there have been women that have come back um, with missing limbs um, because mm-hmm. they were traveling with their unit and they had um, their vehicle no, or whatever. Have they, but, you know, so I'm not denying that. No, I'm not denying I, that. What I'm saying is I'm talking about as far on the front line. Women have not been on the front line like men have, okay? And the ones that may have lost limbs and stuff, you know, and, and, and I've seen that. You know, they mm-hmm. are truck drivers. They have been, been might have been at that post where a mortar or an artillery round or um, IED, uh, yeah. ID got them. 
you know? Mm-hmm. But they they really, I mean, they, in other words, they wasn't like a grunt, you know, or in a, in a, in a range of battalion where we're there face-to-face with, with them, you know, up close and personal. True, we were but it's still emotional trauma, though. Excuse me? Oh, I said I was, it's still emotional trauma, though, that they have to overcome, you know, because they're missing yeah. those things now. Yeah, yeah they they. Yeah, they may have. Yeah, they have to overcome. You know, just being over there. Also, now I know females that were over there. Okay, and mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you this. A lot of the a lot of times, one of them was a cook, and the other one was in clerical. And I think the only thing when we talk that they worried about, and I'm not trying to be turning this to talk seriously, were they needed products to do their hair. And that's what frustrated them yeah. most of the time is that they needed stuff to do their hair. And I could not understand that, you know. And if if they worry about little minute things like that, you know, I've just had that in my head that if she's thinking about, oh, man, I just broke a nail. I'm just exaggerating now. I broke a nail or I just fell in some mud or I just fell in some dog poop or some human um, guts or human feces. Oh, you know, that reaction right there. Get someone killed well, that night. Well, JC. I don't think J- that'll happen. JC, <laughs> it, has, it, has, it has happened. happened. It has well, happened. That's why I brought it up, because it well, has happened. JC, I, I have to, I understand what you're saying, my brother, but I have to kind of disagree with you on that. You know, being okay. that I, I, were, I was in a unit with females, and, you know, we went through some things, and they, they, they the ones we were with, that we train, oh, they were on point. We didn't have to worry about that. Yeah, you know, when we go back to base, yeah, they want to get their hair done to get it, you know, braids or what have you. But when it was time to, you know, to put some wood down range, they didn't have an issue with that. You know, you know, mm-hmm. we, if they had to go by and see something, okay, roll over it and keep going. And I mean, I'm not saying all, but see, but that's what I'm saying. You trying the way you saying it, it seems like you're making it a a general, you're making like a general statement when you can't do. No, no. What I'm saying, Mr. Talk. Okay. You spent years over there too. I went over there for four tours. Okay. Now see, you, you, both of us can have the right to say that. Just hear me, hear me out. Both of us can have that say because you're a military man and so am I. Both of us are retired. We can have that say because we earned it, Mr. Talk. I earned it just like you did. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, yeah, you might have had some females that throw stuff down range. That's fine and dandy, okay? But being a foot soldier on the ground, being a ranger on the ground is totally different, okay? They can, it, it's totally different. Seriously, mm. it's it, it, it's totally different. I understand what you're saying. They get out there. Of course, they're a soldier. They're supposed to be trained. Okay, if you're a cook, guess what? If you don't have pots and pans, you grab the M16, you're a soldier no matter what. I understand that. Okay? But right. so what I'm saying is... I want no cook next yeah. to me. <laughs> but, I'm just, but still, they're so he trained wants, to, he, they're, they're trained he wants to kill. He women in the kitchen barefoot. No, 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 that's not what, no, that's not what I'm saying. No, no, if they want to get out there, you know what, if they want to get out there and if they want to have a round come down range and take their head off, that's fine with me. I'm not going to cry about that because that's what a soldier do. A soldier knows if he go out on the battlefield, if one or two things going to happen, 
mm-hmm. either gonna come, what three things? He's gonna come he's back alive. He's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna come back alive. He's gonna be dead, or he gotta kill someone. Okay. Now a soldier's um, main thing is to survive. So he's gonna kill everything in sight. So it don't matter. He wants to get back home. That's with any soldier anywhere. Okay. But as far as a, a, a female being, you know, being out there on the front lines, that's what I'm focusing on. I see yeah, that they, as a handicap. They see you have uh, uh, you made an interesting point there as far as um, the kill thing, killing the enemy, because it's in our nature, it's in our DNA, I guess you could say, as a woman, um, to nurture. Yeah. Life and not to yeah. take life. So I think it might there might be some conflict there. While they could do everything else and have the camaraderie, the brotherhood, and um, be able to handle the the grunt trails and this and that, but the 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 whole as far as taking someone's life when it's in their nature to preserve life and nurture life, um, I I don't I think there may be a problem there, but I don't know. You know, there's women are remarkable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you know, if they self. can, I, I mean, I root for them, but I just don't want to see. Okay, let me put it this way: I don't want to see any person, okay, cause two or three other people to die just because of an emotion or something, just because of an experiment. You know, I, I don't want to see that. I mean, I have a buddy that came back shell shot. You know. I mean, he has shell shock, and he's just like he can't, and that's what not. What about the gays? Uh, 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 they're, they're on the feminine side. The gays that are in the military, they're, you know, the ones that are on the feminine side, they would be emotional. No, but see, okay, if the, if a gay, there have been a, a gay special forces, gay Navy SEALs, you know, gay rangers, you know, it's, it's, but they're still men. <laughs> they still men. But, but they're emotional. Okay. But they're emotional. No, 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 no. no. It's, I, I think that there's a difference there. No, no, no. There's a little difference there in 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 emotion and anger. When we're when we're the, when we're in, the, let me finish my thought. When we're out there in combat in the front line, okay, we don't have emotion. Okay, a grunt and a ranger, we ha- we are pissed off. We just want to f up something because we don't want to be out there. And we're gonna kill everything inside. Well, and I'm I'm gonna be honest, and I'm not trying to be hard or anything. I don't care that if it's a woman. Uh, I don't care if it's a woman, a kid, or whatever. If they downrange and they ain't supposed to be there, guess what? I'm coming back home, and I will step on the dead bodies and keep walking. I've done it. I don't care. And it's the same way. A woman has to have that attitude. She's gonna get someone next to her killed. Okay. <sighs> okay. Well, you know, this is a very touchy subject. I'm opposed to war, and mm-hmm. um, I think men are just as delicate as women. Um, and I'm seeing a lot, even in young people that have gone to the uh, recent, recent uh, what do they call them? <laughs> They're not wars, I don't think, but uh, where they've gone to Iraq and different places, Syria and Egypt, or wherever they're going to. Huh? They're tours? Yeah. Well, I, I, I've seen young men come back, young women come back, and they're devastated. 
They're not the same at all. And mm-hmm. so I just, I think that, you know, we're equally um, very delicate people. I, I just, I just believe that no. I, and I've seen that. Um, and even if we look at history, if we go back and look at some history, there were African no. women that were tremendous warriors. And so yeah. we know that we can be warriors. I'm just saying that the devastation to to to, see, to to blow people up and to shoot people, I think that it impacts both men and women equally. No, no way. No, no. That's just one of the to use it now. You said that you, you have seen young men come back and they are delicate or whatever. They're delicate going there. Okay. When, now, I, see that? when I'm talking about being delicate, sir, I'm not talking about them being feminine or anything like that. I'm talking about what the mind can deal I, I, with. I, I, that I, is I understand what I'm talking about. I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm not okay. upset about it. I'm just making my point. What I'm saying is, okay, now we have to look at a lot of things that contribute to uh-huh. uh, emotions in some of these young men, too. And they can deny it all they want to. And I'm going to tell you, I hate it when I say stuff like this. But guess what? I really don't care, you know. Now, these young men are so delicate because they are being raised by single women, and they are getting their emotions from them, from the men. They're not getting that. Okay? I came from a a, a two-parent home, okay? And I'm going to tell you something. My dad, when my mom tried to treat us as if we were uh, delicate, I'll use that word. He said, no, that's not going to happen up in his house. And it was yeah. seven of us. Seven well, of us. And guess what? All seven of, the, of, of us men went, on, went into the military, and we all came out, and we all started our own business. And guess what? Those men today are married except me because I'm just one of those hard-nosed ones. You know, I don't have that kind of patience, that kind of stuff. But that's where those young men are. That's where those young men are getting that those emotions from. Because well, if you are you know, around someone that have those emotions, that's what you're gonna get. You you know what, JC, and, and you bring up you bring up a good point um, about old school versus the new school now. And and Sister Ottawa, she has a good point as well. Um, you know. It, it's it's two different worlds now from when me and you were in JC. Two different worlds, you know. No. And, and and when when Sister Alwa said they come back messed up in the mind, that's true. That that is so true. I came back messed up in the mind, you know. But I didn't realize it at the time, you know. But it's just how can I put it? But six rotations okay. to oh. Iraq. After six rotations. You know, eventually you gonna, you know, I, I'm not going to say I was afraid because that was gone. I was just numb. Okay, let's do this. Shoot whoever I got to shoot so I can go back home and chill for a couple of months and come on back. That's the way I felt, and that's what we did. You know, but um, to say that men aren't, men, <laughs> men handle their emotions differently than a woman does. Put it that way, okay? Yes, and, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they're not yeah, delicate. They're not delicate. Clarity. 
<laughs> well, hold on. I got somebody else want to come into the conversation. All right, um, Andrew, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey guys. Wow, what a what a what a topic, man. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm all right, man. I I hope you guys are doing well. I hope the listeners are doing well. Yeah, I hey, think they're all doing well. So. <laughs> Uh, this is a this is a very uh, good metaphysical topic. You know, um, I was reading or watching a video uh, a while back about how I think it was Karl Marx who was big on this whole idea that you can you can pretty much program anybody to be just about anything. I mean, you see a movie like La Femme Nikita by Luc Besson just comes into mind uh, about a programmed killer. You know, she looks very innocent, right. etc. But meanwhile, right. you know, she'll slit your throat in two seconds and no one else will notice. Um, that's, you know, that's your stealthy kind of assassin kind of person that's been programmed to be that. Then you've got some people that are just docile, sheep-like people, go to church every Sunday, don't want to know anything about what's going on in the world, and don't get involved in most things that are going on in the world. Maybe they live in a small town, and that's your, your average worker bee, so to speak. Uh, you know, it, it, I think that what's being said is that, you know, that that's very true. It, com- it comes down to how a person was raised or how a person was programmed, I should say. And, uh, you know, that's the reality of it. There are biological differences. Like it's easier for a guy to bulk up than it is for a woman. A woman's going to have to work a lot harder to get her, her muscle mass to wear a uh, you know, to where a bodybuilder, an average bodybuilder is. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it, it's all a psychological kind of like a canvas, a matrix. Uh, each person, each node on the network is programmed to do something different. We are living in a system where we've got an operating system. Hmm. That's true. Okay. I'll go with that. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. Um, let me bring my next caller in here. Um, uh-oh. Erico 540, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, Mr. Cole, this is Jabbar. How you doing? I'm doing all right, Jabbar. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Um, yeah. I want to I want to ask the, the the caller question. Did he? Okay. I mean, did he choose his his preference as far as male or or female, or is that something that he believed God put it to him? And you're directing that toward who? The question toward who? To the gentleman who was in the army, who was talking about he he went to the army, but he didn't really want to be in a war. But he no, did. I never said that. Excuse me. I never said that. You must be talking about Mr. Talk. No, it, it, just a moment ago, it sounded like you said that you had to go to war and you didn't really want to be there, but you went and you did what you had to do. No, I didn't say that. Okay, well, I have to go back and listen to the recording. But anyway, the question still stands. Do you think your sexual sexual preference was chosen by you or was something that was put into you by the creator? Uh, what that, I mean, why, why would that matter? Well, I mean, I hear a lot of people. Now, first of all, I'm not homosexual. I love women. Let's put that on the table first. Okay. But I hear a lot of talk about uh how homosexual transvestites or whatever seem to, you know, are shouldn't be the way that they are or that they're choosing to be a certain way. Maybe some of them are, but I would have to guess that the majority of them are not, and that's just how they are made, uh, either by the creator or by some freak of nature, if you want to call it that. Well, psychologists I, are saying I, that it's I, a learned I, behavior. That it's, can, can um, I, 
How can, 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 how can I, they prove that? Can I comment on that? Oh, sure. <clears throat> okay. It was actually um, from the American uh, Society of Psychologists that they had came to that conclusion years ago that it was actually a mental illness. And then what happened, the LGXYZ people got together and they had them take it out of that book. But it is actually still in the old books. And the new updated books don't have it in there that it was a mental illness. Okay? And what happened was the therapist, the therapist got a hold of that and told these people that they can cure them of that mental illness. But instead of them trying to cure people, okay, and let them know that it was a mental illness, they encouraged it because of money. They got rich off of that in the 70s. Okay, I missed it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now I, I've got I've got something to throw in there if you guys are interested. Um, you know what's interesting about that those studies uh, I was actually reading a while back um, that apparently <laughs> when it was unpopular to be homosexual they had plenty of psychological information on why it was a uh, a psychological disorder and then when it became politi- that was when it was politically unpopular that was the political stance then when the political stance changed to now we want to you know whoever it was that got behind that agenda said we want to liberate lgbt community and everyone's equal and it's a choice and it's pro-choice or whatever i don't know uh the uh, what, what do you call it the uh, the right to determine your sexuality and all those things and that became popular then they changed it again in psychology <laughs> So now, all of a sudden, the psychological data suddenly changed with politics, and uh, now it was um, what was it? Now you got homophobia, and you've got uh, so now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting how the politics have dictated the psychology, and that's and psychology is supposedly this exact science. Uh, just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. But to right. be liberated, but but to be liberated, you have to have been oppressed in some type of way. Okay, you have to have been enslaved some type of way. Okay. So therefore, there is nothing to, I mean, there's nothing to liberate because homo, homosexuals have never been oppressed. They have never been enslaved. So there is nothing to liberate. Well, I think that, um, I think that, I think that there, there wasn't a, there was a, there's, there has been a suppression or I should say a, um, uh, well, what's the best way to put it? There has been an, uh, uh, there's been a, in society, there's been a, uh, a construct in the so-called West, uh, and in many places, it is uh, is looked down upon to have homosexual relationships. So, so you know, there at various times in history, there has been a backlash from various different nations against that. Like, if you're doing that in a very, I think it's Islamic states, certain Islamic states, and it gets found out that you can be put to get put to death. Uh, in, in places in Africa at the moment, you know, you will be beaten up and possibly killed if you're found to be homosexual. So, so at different times, you know, different people go through different cycles of ideologies uh, where it's either a very liberal environment and no one, no one cares about it. Like in New York City right now, if you said, oh, I'm gay, people would be like, okay, whatever. Cool, dude. More power to you. Uh, but, uh, or, or ma'am, you know, for that matter. But, 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 but at the end of the day, it all depends on the construct. It's a, that, but see, it's, it's, it's still seen as an unacceptable behavior. And so what it is, the LGBXYZ, 
They want it to be an acceptable behavior. Now, how in yeah. the world would someone want because, uh, okay, let's look at it this way, oh. okay? We're going to separate it real quick. If a whole group of men don't find it acceptable for grown men or, or young men to be going around trying to tear up somebody's rectum, okay, why should someone else fight to tear up another man's rectum? If the, there are women around don't want someone putting an inanimate object in them when, when they wasn't born with it, okay, why should these other women fight so hard to put an inanimate object inside another female? Okay? Why would they want to do that? Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know what? We're going to leave it right there um, <laughs> because there's some good points there. I'm not even touching that. Let me bring um, Bobby from Los Angeles in. Bobby, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Uh, this is, like you said, Bobby in Los Angeles. And uh, for the record, I am actually the greatest caller in the history of radio, so I hope I entertain you guys. Uh, okay. Um, anyway, listen, is that last caller still on? Is he still on? Yes, he is. Okay, I'd like to, I'd like to ask him a question. Um, I'm getting the vibration that he's one of those people, and I'm not saying he's wrong or right, but I'm getting the vibration that he's one of those people that believes in what is natural. You know, men and women are naturally supposed to be together. In general, most people are not gay. And I understand that. Now, I'm going to show him something, and I wonder how consistent he is. Is it, let me ask the caller, to the caller, is it natural for a man to be sexually attracted to a mature young woman if she's under 18? I think that is natural and normal. Okay, I agree with you. Now, you do realize that there are many people in our society, the same people like you who are against gay marriage, and I'm not telling you if I'm for gay marriage or not. I'm just trying to show you consistency here. There are many people who will say to you, it's wrong for a man to be with someone 17. Uh, he should, he's a pedophile. He should be put in jail. These are the same people that will argue that they go by natural stuff. How do you explain that? Okay, can I, can I, can I jump in here real quick? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I notice he he used that word consistency, consistency, you know, and that that word can be used in a way as as, as if someone may be speaking wrong. We, I mean, we can use that any kind of way. Okay, but let me ask him this, and then I'll answer that question. But I need him to ask answer this first. Okay, do you think it's natural, sir? Okay, again, just like I said before, do you think it's natural for a man? Okay. Let's say to be with a young man or, or a man his own age or whatever. Do you think it's natural for him to tear up another man's rectum? Just answer that yes or no. Do you think that's okay? Does, no, does it have to be a yes or does it have to be a yes or no answer? Yeah, because it's the, I mean because do you think it's okay for someone to tear up someone else's rectum? No, I'll, I'll, I'm happy to answer your question. I won't dodge. I just want to make sure it has to be a yes or no answer. That's the only one you're accepting. Because, I mean, it, it shouldn't be an in-between, you know, like, no, you know, I, should they okay. wreck it I'll, halfway? I'll, I'll, I'll explain it to you. I'll explain it to you. When you say, is it natural for a man to rip up another man's rectum? Do you think it's natural for a man to ask you? Do you think it's natural for a man 
to shove something up in someone else's another man's rectum. Do you think it's no, that's, okay I, for him I, I to get do your, that? I get your question. I get your question. I'm, and I'm, ha- I'm, gonna, I'm not going to dodge it. I'm going to answer your question with a logical answer. I'm just saying I think but it's no, not but fair to ask. But it's just it's it's just a, order. That don't take it. Don't take logic. That's just common sense, sir. But you, you, you have to hear me. You have to hear me. You have to hear me. Okay, that's fine. Let's not get emotional. Hear me out. Hear me out on this. Okay. I'm not emotional. Okay. 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 As a heterosexual man myself, who loves women and adores women, of course I would not think that's natural. But let me tell you this: why you're not being fair? There are many things that men and women do that are very non-natural. Many men and women have anal sex. Many men and women do shove things up each other's bodies. Many women, women have dominatrix, have sexual fantasies that are not natural. Many men and women do things that are completely disgusting. So when you ask that question, is it natural, you can ask the same question for men and women. And sure. I can, let me answer that then. Okay, because you know what? Okay, you don't have the dominatrix out here in the streets with signs and stuff, pushing stuff on the stage saying, hey, give us a dominatrix bathroom. You get it, sir? Okay, so here's my answer, here's my answer to you. So here's, here's my answer to you. Here's my answer to you. When you when you bring up that question, then you also have to ask yourself something. Is it possible? Is it possible? Okay, don't get mad at me. I'm just asking a question. Is it possible that throughout the throughout the, thank you? Is it possible that for years and years and years, as far as we know, mankind, is it possible that there have been gay people since the start of mankind? If your answer is yes, it's possible. Then by your logic, if they've been gay people since the history of mankind. Is that not natural then? I didn't say about I didn't say anything about the beginning of mankind because there was Adam and Eve, not Adam and and, and Andy. You know. Okay, so, so then, then I'm asking you: Have gay people time, been around? I'm what, the, what happened? Yeah, have, what happened was yeah. people people decided. You know what? They decided that because they don't have any connection with God or any higher spirit. Okay, what okay. has happened? They have ran rampant. And they don't Go care ahead. because and yep. because they don't know how to keep themselves in order. Okay, hmm. is there instinct to continue? Is there con- is there instinct to continue to try to do things? In other words, they love forbidden fruit. There's some people out here who just mm-hmm. are sick and they like mm-hmm. to have stuff. They like to have stuff. They get off on stuff that they should not have. Okay. Okay. So, so, here's, here's, my, so here's my here's my answer. Here's here's my answer to that. So uh, first of all, I want you to know I believe in God. I want you to know that I'm not homosexual. I'm heterosexual, and like I said earlier, I love women. And I, you know, to be honest with you, if you ask my opinion, do I think gay marriage is okay? Do I think it's not okay? I don't have a 100% sure answer on that. I just try not to focus on that because I think instead of wasting your time and arguing for gay marriage or not gay marriage or is it natural or is it not natural or is it normal or any of that, I think you should be doing other things like asking questions like why are men being punished for like I brought up earlier having sex with a 17-year-old woman. If you can accept that society puts a man in jail for having sex with a woman, why do you waste your time arguing about gay marriage then? Sir, those are some things that you brought up that I never said. I never said I had a problem with um, uh, uh, same-sex marriage. I never said that. We were just talking about the transition, uh, transsexuals and okay. different things like okay. that. Okay, can, can I ask you, do you, was, you have a no, problem with, finish, you have sir, a problem with same-sex marriage? Sir, let me, sir. Yeah, let yeah me you interrupted me plenty you, of time, sir, so relax. Listen, you, you interrupted you are, me plenty no, of time, see, so relax. You see relax. what you're doing? Now you're trying to deflect, and you know what? I'm not even going to talk to you anymore because you're trying to deflect. And see, I well, why is it okay I, for you to interrupt you, me, but you know I can't what? interrupt I you. you? I notice you keep saying that you're a heterosexual man, 
okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be funny, sir, but every time a homosexual man get offended by things oh, come that on. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that, man. No, That's pathetic. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. See what I'm saying? You know what? I'm not talking to you because I think you are a homosexual. Why all is right, it okay right, for right, you to interrupt me, but I can't interrupt no. you? So I'm asking, why is it okay for you to interrupt me, and I can't interrupt you? I'm not talking to you no more. So you, you don't have a logical doing. answer. This no, is what people you do. Know what you're doing? You're not. You know no. what you're right. doing. Play the tape again. You know Play doing. the tape again. You're you interrupted me plenty you know of time, you're and I didn't get. And I didn't get annoyed at you. No, play the tape again. You you interrupted me plenty of times, and I didn't get annoyed at you. So why is it okay? Why is it okay Guys, for... Sister Talk wants to say something. Hello. You ain't got to say no more. They're in the green room. They can talk as long as they want to now. All right. Let me bring in... <laughs> let me bring Renee in. Sorry. Welcome to the show, Renee. How you doing? I'm doing well, Mr. Talk. How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> uh, what you got for me? I wanted to um, answer the questions for the, um, I I don't know his name, the person who had just called in. Um, Bobby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. um, He was saying what. uh, It's emotion. When you're angry, it's emotion. When you're angry. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. He was saying about um, a 17, or he didn't say 17, but he said a young woman um, and men going to jail for that and pedophiles and all that. But this is the thing. The same thing with that behavior, I mean, the same thing with that and the the same thing with homosexuality, their behavior. So I think Mm -hmm. it is absolutely normal and natural for a man, a grown man, to be attracted to a woman, or excuse me, young woman, who's underage, who's developed. That's natural. Now, that's where their behavior comes in. That's where it's, do you try to act upon that? That's where you try to go and, 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 you know, engage with the young girl. You know she's a young girl. But to have just a natural attraction, I mean, but just to have an attraction because she is developed like a grown woman, I don't think that odd. I think that's normal and natural. It just comes down to you acting on it. It comes down to you doing something about it, verbalizing it, things of that nature. I mean, if you're thinking something or feeling something, nobody knows it until you act on it or you speak on it. So I wanted to say that as far as that, and that's where the problem lies. Um, Same thing with homosexuality. People can have these attractions and these feelings, but once you act on them, then you go into a whole other category. You can mm. think that all the time, but once you engage with the same gender, you know, then you are a homosexual. I mean, we don't have, I mean, I'm sure it's coming, but thought police, you know, nobody knows whatever you're thinking until you do it. So I just wanted to tell him that as far as on the natural part. And also with the natural, um, he was saying, oh, well, they've been around and stuff like that. Of course, everybody knows homosexuality has been around forever. However, there's a difference between it existing and people, again, behaving such a way and the society actually recognizing it, upholding it, um, you know what I'm saying, accepting it. There's a completely different, those are two completely different things. And um, what JC was saying, I agree with him when he was saying about you have to have been oppressed before, you know, you can 
supposedly be going for liberation or freedom or whatever. And I don't think personally that homosexuals have been oppressed. And the reason I say that, now I will say this, some have been hurt, some have even been killed, some have been abused and all, all of those things. However, it still comes back to your behavior. It still comes back to something you act upon. And sex, that's a personal, that should be a personal activity. Therefore, what I mean by that is you don't necessarily need to let everybody in the world know that you're a homosexual. And what gets me is when homosexuals do that, they they want to put it out there. But then when you scrutinize it, then when you say something about it, then all of a sudden they get upset. Okay, but you wanted everybody to know that you're homosexual, you're fighting for gay rights and all of this stuff, but when people bring to the table the HIV rate, the disease rate, all of the other medical ailments that are associated with that, all of the other psychological things that come with that, then they don't want to talk about those things. But you can't have it both ways. That's all I wanted to say. I think society has made it or pre-programmed, we're pre-programmed to accept certain things and, and not accept things. And the consistency with um, with a lot of people in not accepting the homosexual community where the uprise is coming from. Um, but who determines what is acceptable and not acceptable? I mean, there that's are great. religious like, That's a good point. I, mean, uh, I, I wanted to mention something about to... that. Oh, go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I, as they were busy speaking, I wanted to say, well, what is the, what, how do we define natural? Because uh, everybody's got these different belief systems. Now, my, my personal focus, my, my personal uh, kind of outlook is that if people don't in, intend harm to somebody else um, in terms of what that other person wants, or what they perceive that that other person wants, or that society, and that's where it gets difficult and complicated because society is this, or I should say, human population groups are this incredibly complex, uh, um, sort of massive ecosystem. So you can't please all the people all the time. However, um, people, right. human beings, I believe, are programmable machines, uh, biological mm -hmm. machines. So, in other words, if you live in a Genghis Khan community. Uh, where, you know, like during the time of Genghis Khan and when they go in and they uh, pillage a place, they're going to rape all the women uh, as, and any other society, which is warlike, for ex as an example. It, 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 you know, if that's been happening for, for hundreds of years, uh, you know, is it, is it unnatural for uh, the warrior to go rape the woman in the village once they've killed all the men? Is that unnatural in their culture? But then you, and then you could go by the, same, by the same token, by the same logic, you go look at the Renaissance, and the higher level science and like we're all focusing on development and art and beauty and uh, you know in 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 French uh, sort of how can I say when they were all looking very pretty um, doing their, their makeup and all that sort of thing you know would it be natural for those people to pick up to take up arms and grab swords and go and rape some woman after killing a bunch of men uh, in general I mean during that time it was less prevalent than the you know at the time of Alexander the Great perhaps or Genghis Khan in the Great Expansion so I think I think environment um, has a I mean even though the French Revolution occurred that's for sure but once again um, you know, uh, uh, at well, time of peace. I'm talking about at time of peace versus at time of war or expansion. So I think that well, I think I that the uh, the environment that someone goes through massively determines what's inverted commas natural for them. Hello. No, I, 
I'm I'm going to tell you what natural is as far as hello where I'm coming from. Um, yes. Um, okay, natural. Hello? The basic definition of natural is what? Oh, man, Something. Oh, man, I can't believe that. Hello. The definition. Yes, we can uh, hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, yeah, no. The definition. You know, no. The definition of you, excuse I, me. I, the definition uh, of natural is not. I mean, excuse me, uh, of natural is not man-made, right? I mean, basic. Mm-hmm. That's the basic definition, okay? Now, I'm going to show you well, how homosexuality well. is unnatural. This is how it's unnatural, okay? The anus is not a sex organ. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing not, for that. Excuse me. I'm, I'm just not, speaking I'm from my perspective. Excuse me. That's okay. The anus is not a sex organ. The anus I is didn't not, say it was. Is not cre- I didn't say you said it was. I'm just speaking right, from this cool. perspective. I'm not saying you said that. Oh, okay. The anus was not created to be penetrated. The anus was created to rid the body of waste, of harmful uh, digestive bacteria, toxins, and even many disease in uh, the body comes out through the anus, okay? That's what it's there for. If that's not functioning pro- properly, you are a very sick person probably. You're very sick and probably in a hospital or have a lot of other health issues, okay? That's the point. So that is not naturally a sex organ. That's not naturally made to be penetrated. However, the vagina is. The vagina is made naturally to be penetrated. How do we know this? We all exist here because of it, right? We all exist because of, and I don't want to be, you know, blunt, but because the vagina was penetrated, right? And then most people came out through their mother's womb, unless, you know, they um, C-section or something like that. But, but we know that's natural. That's how we're here. So that's what I mean. And the vagina is not man-made to be penetrated, right? It's naturally that way. There's certain things that happen with the woman's body to facilitate penetration. The anus is not that. People force that. That's forced to be a, a sexual organ. So that's where the natural and unnatural comes in there with that. Can, can I say something, please? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, no, sorry, sorry, Mr. Talk. When when I was asking you my question, I didn't know it was in private. I thought it was on the radio. Um, so, uh, can, can I just bring up what I brought up with you? Uh, no, because he's not Why here. Not? I thought it... Yeah, you know what? Oh, I'm, I'm, Come on, I, I'm through with you. Okay, um, let me bring Maze into the conversation. All right, Maze, what the show? <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> hello. Somebody baby cry. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I say <laughs> to some people, they think things are natural because they don't understand the naturalization of a woman and a man. I mean, Renee just broke it down to what it really is. And then mm. when the man came in, said by a 17 year old dating a, a, a old young woman, that's not natural to some people because some people did it all their life. They started with kids at women at 12 years old, and they thought it's natural. So some people don't know what's natural and what's not. Yeah. And they need to find out before they speak. And I'm glad Africa won't let that mess come in there. But they want to <laughs> check. I'm glad they won't let it come in there. 
<laughs> That's a good thing, huh? They don't want to deal with it. That's right. And they so have the right not to sorry, wait, say again. They don't want to deal with it. You say you're that what you can they don't want homo they don't want homosexuals to come into their country oh, to confuse yeah, yeah. the people. When there's nothing wrong with that. Because they want to see they want to see a man to see a woman as glory, and they want a woman to see a man as a king, and they don't want to be disturbed. I, I think that there's also this noun, this noun going on. Any person or thing that is likely or certain to be very suitable and successful in an endeavor without much training or difficulty, uh, that's the only noun that I could find. So you're probably right. The definition of natural is more towards uh, whatever is normal in nature. So that's mm-hmm. actually the correct definition. It's normal, but, uh, in your nature, it's normal in your nature, but not some people. We know the difference. Sorry, what are you saying? We know the difference. It's normal in your nature. We know the difference, and we deal with it. But see, people that know the difference don't deal with that because they know what they are, and they don't try to push it on other people, you know, like because uh, you're that way. You don't make other people the way you are just because you feel like it. Or you want to have more on your numbers than you do have. But then you still, because you could be a man today and a woman tomorrow, but you can still always turn back around and still be that man. But when it came to us, we just had to be people. We couldn't turn around and be uh, what we are today and turn around and be something else tomorrow. That's why we had a movement. I don't know what the movement about that y'all had. Because y'all can turn around and be what you want to do any day. We couldn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I just don't quite, I don't quite understand where you're coming from with this. I know you don't. You, but I, uh, we... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. I, we don't know each other. I don't know. You're saying no, me. I was saying you were saying like they really don't. Who... When you said they didn't want it to come into, they, that you were, your life is in danger if you let that come into Africa. They don't want it there. So that means Sorry? that you said they didn't want it to come into Africa because your life would be in danger. They don't even what, want to advertise life? there. Gay people, they don't even want to advertise in their country because you're just yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like but I, I mean, you're saying what you're doing. I I don't understand what you're oh, I'm saying. Like to when me I as. said like like when the guy told you that it was a movement for black people because of mistreatment, we couldn't change to be anything but what we were. But when you're gay, you can be a man today, you can be a woman tomorrow, whatever you want to be. Then you can turn back and still be a man, and you don't have a movement. Okay, I came into the call. I came into the call late, right? So into the mm-hmm. show. So I'm not sure if this started out as an issue about race. Uh, when no, I came in, we were talking about I'm actually. Telling I'm telling you the difference between a movement that was had because of mistreatment compared to the movement that. Okay. Okay. Let me put some clarity on here. I think I, I finally figured out what May's trying to say. Because um, earlier, JD and I was talking about. Um, the, the LGBT talking about that, you know, they fight for liberation. And, yes. you know, we said, you know, JC said they were, they were never enslaved or, you know, had to go through anything. So, really, they're not fighting for any liberation. You know, that's just a term they use for uh, their purpose. So, I think, it was, and basically what Mays is saying is uh, black people went through a lot and we did have to fight for liberation compared to LGBT who just yeah, are yeah. making a, a yeah, decision. Yeah, said quite a few times. Yeah, yeah. So basically, that's what she's saying. Yeah, am I right? Like, I just wanted to throw that yes, out there. Yes, you're right. It's like he can be a, he can be what he wanted to be at any time. He can be LGBT or whatever they call themselves, and then he can be a man. He can right. choose what he wants to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think 
And you, Africa's not going to give you a choice to be what you want to be. You're going to have to be straight to be there or you're not going to come in. <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead, Sister Ottawa. I I was just going to say that um, I agree with Mays in terms of what these uh, people are fighting for. They, you know, have put together this little thing and and they want they imposed it upon people. We have we started out talking about allowing transvestites go to go into the bathroom of their preference. Um, this is a, a imposition. They are they are forcing people to change the natural rhythm that they've had to accommodate something foreign. And and that 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 is my only problem. I I don't feel like I have to know what anybody does in the bedroom to have a conversation with them or to come together and have dinner. You do whatever you do. You're a consenting adult. That's your business. But the way this thing has come out, the gay rights and the the, the transvestites, homosexual, whatever, all of them, it's an imposition. It's an imposition because now with our young people, our youth, we have to explain something to them that we really didn't even want their eyes to see. You know, until they got an, a, of a certain age. Now we have to educate them about what could be going on in your your elementary school, that you might have to go to the bathroom with a female. Well, all of that is just too much. It's yes, just too much. I, when it comes to I, that I part, have a question. When it comes to that part, it messes me I, up. I, have I don't want no man in no bathroom with me. I don't care how many changes he's done been through. He don't need to be in no bathroom using it. Same time I'm using it, I don't need to be in your bathroom. hey, it's equality. Uh, <laughs> equality, nothing. No equality. There's no equality. I'm just, I'm just no joking with you, but uh, but uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I have a question. How do we get from, um, how do we get from warfare and shooting and 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 and, and military to LGBT? Well, well, actually, it was all together. Yeah, actually, it started out LGBT and went yeah. into war. Oh. And, if, uh, oh. Just come full circle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. um, well, look. I'm uh, sorry, man. I cut you off, ma'am. Um, but uh, I think you make some very good, like, interesting points. Uh, I really would love to chat to you guys some more about this. Unfortunately, it looks like we've only got four we minutes got left, uh, Mr. Talk. No, we got um, we got we got plenty of time because we're going in overtime. So if you're in the chat room okay. or whatever and you just listen on your computer, you need to get on the phone lines, 347-838-8622. Um, you got about four minutes left to get on the phone lines. All right. So go ahead and continue, Andrew. Oh, okay. Um, well, look, I mean, it's a heavy topic. Um, I think that, you know, um, what's really sad for me is that I generally, I was I was raised uh, mostly uh, to think of um, to think of people and and things as you know like we we try to treat others as we'd want to be treated uh, and then also coming into you know the um, the uh, the whole concept of uh, you know in later life I suppose you could say in relationships it gets really tricky and and also at some points you know how can I put this a person's perception like when I was really young right where I grew up there was a very racist environment. 
and uh, since you're speaking about bringing race into it. And um, uh, it was even more so, I think, uh, I should say, even more pervasive. And and, and, and they, yet my family was, you know, would say to me, you know, you don't do certain, look, you need to treat everyone as human beings. And it was perhaps the exception to the, to the, to the sort of general consensus. Um, but, but I mean, the same thing in relationships, you know, that, and I, I mean, I grew up with a Christian background. So, uh, you know, this thing of like do unto others uh, and, and, and try to, you know, I mean, you know what it feels like. So then you think to yourself, okay, well, that makes sense. Uh, but then at the same time, culture also dictates. And it's very sad to me how we see a lot of people getting so uh, sort of um, tied up in their, in their dogma that they're willing to kill somebody else or, uh, you know, uh, uh, mutilate somebody else or, or chop their arms off or whatever it might be just because they've got a different sexual preference. It's like, you know, as long as that person is not sticking their particular sexual organ or in their face or in their whatever orifice, uh, that, that person that doesn't want that to happen, uh, you know, then, then, you know, is it so bad if they're doing it with someone that's consenting to that or that says, okay, I do want to do this. Uh, so a lot of the time, this is a very metaphysical thing because on the higher level, on the macro, if I suppose I could call it that, on the, the, uh, the, the sort of like, if you look at a whole population group, uh, if you go back to like ancient Greece uh, or Rome for that matter, you know, there were a lot of gay relationships, et cetera, going on. And it wasn't all that frowned upon. In fact, sexuality wasn't all that frowned upon. Until after, um, you know, and then we can get into the, 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 the history of, like, where did our Western culture come from and where did Christianity come from? But that's very deep and it's a very hot button. Can I, can I, can I, no, we want to get into Can I say something real quick? Can, can, I, can I say something real quick just to talk? Go ahead, JC. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I hear these um, these guys bring up certain things and, and it's as if – they're trying to convince people that, you know, it's been happening so long that, it, you know, it is a normal thing. But what happened during the days that he was talking about, during the Greek days and the Roman days, okay, again, it was like forbidden fruit. They allowed anything to happen. They had no morals. What happened, they started off, okay, but then all of a sudden, Caesar let them do basically anything that they want to because he was basically – Bisexual, homosexual, whatever you want to call it, he, he allowed these example. people. He allowed these people to get out of control, okay? And that's what's happening today is, is that people are getting out of control because, as I said, they have no spiritual connection with anything but themselves and their own desires. They have a connection with their desire all, and that desire is always the opposite of what everybody is doing, okay? Now, as, as, as far as, you know, the homosexuals, they have an agenda because people have not accepted what they are doing. They are trying to make it normal. And I'm try, I point this out again. The young lady, those women that started this thing, the Black Lives Matter, they what are all... That? Uh, well, I, what I'm saying... Okay, well, let me make this point, Maze. You have three men, women up there... As, as far as being the clowns for this Black Lives Matter. Once they got it going, they changed it around, and they decided, and the young woman, the co-founder, said on an interview that they are trying to queer the movement. It's not about, about black. It's about queering the movement. And when you have people that kind of sneak in, I, I feel like sometimes they sneak in 
with certain uh-huh. ways and, and the way they and the way they talk to try to make you to try to make you think that it's acceptable. And 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 Renee, I caught the uh, the last part of what she was saying, and she she described that so eloquently. Can, you know, and, and again, oh, go ahead. I I I I said my piece on that little part. It's like you wouldn't sleep with your mother. You have no business sleeping with another man or another woman sleeping with another woman. This is just like, and I know you don't think that's right to sleep with your own mother. That's not acceptable. But well, some crazy people it is. They would do really, it. really. Okay. All right, you're right, Maze. I agree with you. But that's the way break. I feel about it. You can love and be with who you want to, but you don't have to throw it in nobody's face. Keep it to yourself. And stop trying to push it on other people. Amen. All True right, that. Let's, let's bring Sarge in. All right, welcome to the social, Sarge. What's going on? Yeah, I need to talk to you guys much more often, apparently. Oh, <laughs> when we talk about homosexuals and homosexual, the homosexual, frankly, it's the homosexual activist agenda. That's what we're speaking of. It is not my place, and I do not believe it is mostly any other person's place to tell one consenting adult what they will do with another consenting adult that is not otherwise illegal. I have no intention of doing so and no desire to do so because I believe in liberty, and I think most people should believe in liberty. But when we talk about matters of public policy, public policy, and and the people in a state under their Tenth Amendment right being the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. And one of those things is the institution of marriage and public policy in public washrooms. The people have an absolute right to legislate in those matters. So since Mm -hmm. they do, it is my job and my right and my duty to give my opinion on those matters because those are matters of public policy. I oppose the institution of homosexual marriage. Being recognized by the state means the state forcing me to recognize it and forcing another state with dissimilar policies to recognize it in their state. Mm-hmm. So in that respect, the two, the two ideas are not contradictory. Public policy is one thing. By legislation, every citizen has a duty and responsibility, and a right to weigh in with their opinion on it. Pub- yep. Private policy between consenting adults is their business, and people just don't seem to get the distinction. Excuse me, Mr. Point, uh, Forge, they don't have no constitution over in Africa. You missed the whole thing. Sir, I, well, what's Africa got to do with the Tenth Amendment that's in the United States? That's what, we just, what he was discussing about, them not letting gay people come into Africa. So what are you talking about? Man, I, all I heard was this discussion about homosexuals and homosexuals. Well, I picked up the conversation had nothing to do with Africa. I was with about going in the women's bathroom and the men's bathroom. Well, I picked it up didn't have anything to do with Africa, so you can speak to Africa if you want to. That's what we were talking about with the guy that was on talking to us. Well, we lived in the United States last time I checked, not Africa. I don't know what course... I have on public policy in Africa. I can't influence it much. I have something to say about it here in Georgia. Well, that's why they broadcast, and I guess uh, in different places, because we don't want to be in the bathroom with men. 
Yeah, well, I, I agree with you there. I certainly don't want. Uh, I don't want men with men's anatomical plumbing to be using the washroom that my granddaughter goes into. That's publicly. Publicly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody. <laughs> but 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 these but these liberals and progressives and cultural Marxists and transgender queer queer lesbian gays do. They want that. Mhm. It isn't conservatives who want it. Conservatives do too, because they do the same thing. No, they don't. I don't know what they are not conservatives. If they want it, they're not conservatives. But sorry, you could save so much money on plumbing, man. Oh, oh, okay, well, I love this efficacy argument now. Oh, that's great. Yeah, let's be efficient now. Let's be efficient now. There's not a conservative I know of that Sorry. wants that policy in existence. If they do, they're not conservative. Sorry, I'm they're claiming <laughs> to be conservative. We're not talking about conservative. We're not talking about liberal. We're talking about people. Well, look, okay, I mean, you, look you could try to pretend that there isn't one side that's pushing this matter, but I'm not going to be that oblivious. You can if you want to, but that's not me. I know which side is pushing me. What's the man name that that, that, that got caught messing with the page, messing with the boy at the end when he was in high school? Well, madam, look, you you, you go ahead and be be, uh, dissonant if you want to. I refuse to be. I refuse to be. All right. Hold on. Hold on. All right. All right. It ain't for one side. It ain't for one. Oh, please. All right. Hold on. All right. Let me bring, uh, let's see, who is this? Area code nine one nine. How you doing today? Who do I have here? And what do you have? For? Oh, hello, Mr. Talk. This is Kevin. I'm um, calling from North Carolina. I spoke to you a while back um, with the Apple iPhone, and um, we dropped a little history on them. Um, okay. I'm not sure if you remember that. Yeah, I remember. I but, um, remember. All righty. Um, I just wanted to call in. I've been listening to um your show. I caught it uh, maybe ten minutes before the tail end, maybe fifteen or twenty. So I got um, you know, I guess the gist of where it's going, and I just wanted to call in and clear up a few things. Okay. okay. Um, the continent of Africa. They absolutely deplore homosexual activity, mostly. Now, when you start saying they don't want that in Africa, you have to understand South Africa allows gay marriage. So not only do they, I'm not going to say they want it, but they accept it and they allow gay marriage. When here in America, we still got plenty of states that don't. Now, South Africa is its own country, just like America is its own country. So we have to be careful. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, man. for the whole entire Africa do it. No, uh, see, when you so say true, Africa, see. I didn't say what part. Oh, okay, wait a minute. When you, when you, see, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to clear things up for you, sister. That's oh, not true. Somebody see, got when you, That's not true. Since Obergefell versus Hodges by the Supreme Court, Supreme Court has said that any state that issues marriage license to any heterosexual couple must issue them to homosexual couples, too. The Supreme Court imposed sodomite marriage on all 50 states of the Union. So gay marriage is, a, is, is legal in all 52 Every all single 50 state. states? If they issue marriage licenses to anyone, they must also issue them to homosexual couples, too. Okay, well, I guess Which I mean, mean, this whole thing mean. Not in Africa. But see, not see there we go. See, this African thing, when we talk about the motherland, 
we have to stop talking about it as a whole. Because when you say all of Africa, it's not all of Africa. Most of Africa. Most of it. Oh, excuse me? It's not all of Africa. No, but see, I'm not, that's why I'm not saying all of Africa. I'm trying to correct either. you. Yes, I you did. You, part, you, no, you constantly. Some part of constantly. Africa did not allow it. Constantly it was and Africa. And you call it South Africa. Africa is bigger <laughs> than the United States of America. So let's get it real, sir. Yes, so I'm getting 100% point. real. I'm trying to just explain to people. When you use the term Africa, you're talking about a continent. Yeah. So you can't really just say things like Africa because that's not being <laughs> truthful. Just like it's like not me. being... Oh, excuse me? Well, I, I think ahead. it's safe to say, though, that most African countries oppose homosexuality in all of its forms, at least as matters of public policy, and in a few of them you can be executed for being caught as a homosexual. Oh, we actually have African heads of states who... In public speeches, will denounce any and every single form of homosexual, of of, of just gay acts. Period. Well, yeah, but that's well, not I, what I, I, I think you can say. That's generally true across the board in Africa. Maybe not in every single country, but it's still for sure the overwhelming majority of them. But see, that's the thing. There's the overwhelm, overwhelming majority, but it's not that as a whole, and that's part of the problem that we have. No, name one, name no. one where it isn't, though, because I can't think of any offhand. Anywhere you, where it isn't. Name one country in Africa, one any sovereign state in Africa, where homosexuality mm-hmm. is allowed either in practice or in codified yeah. law. Okay, I can definitely tell you. I mean, I just, I just told you it was South Africa. If you okay, give me a okay, second, I can tell you. That's one. Matter of fact, I'll tell you like this. If any, well, clearly you guys were on your computer. Please go ahead and Google search no, gay marriage legal in South Africa, and I'll tell you. I believe it was legalized in 2005. You okay. see, I'm well, up on African that's culture. Uh, that's kind of that's the exception uh, that proves the rule. We see, there's always going to be, as long as there's an exception. In the part of South Africa where you have gay niggas, there's not that many black people running it. So that's what we're trying to tell you. So what is your point? But see, now you're getting wrong. I mean, my point is pretty much run South Africa. You say white people pretty much run South Africa? No, no, black people pretty much run South Africa. There are black faces in all the leadership spots in Africa. There's black faces, but they don't run the whole thing. I mean, apartheid stopped, ma'am. Apartheid stopped years ago. Before you make before you make assumptions, please go and look at the governing bodies of South Africa. You get off of the computer, you know, get on the computer and know what you're talking about. That's what you need to do. They made they made you. Well, tell me where I'm wrong. They made you think apartheid stopped. That's what they did. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. Well, you know, South Africa didn't want to wind up like Zimbabwe, okay? They didn't do the crazy stuff that that idiot Mugabe did in Zimbabwe. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. That's my president. Yeah, well, you can have him. You can have him. I don't want nothing to do with him. I I love him. You tyrant Marxist and he's probably senile. No, no, he's he's quite. Oh yes, yes. Quite together. Well, you want exactly, me to give you chapter and verse? He's clear. He's very clear. Yeah, I know what he is. Believe me, I know Mugabe quite well. Oh, quite you have you been to Zimbabwe? 
going to have to go. I've never been a Nazi Germany either. I know Hitler very well. I don't have to go to Zimbabwe to know about Zimbabwe. Really? What about Rome? How are you going to find out about ancient Rome? You ever going to go there? No, I, I've read. I mean, Thank you. Well, you read. That's good enough. If you read thoroughly, I'll accept your knowing about it. Okay. Rome really has no interest in anyone. <laughs> God, you don't right. go there to know. If you don't go there, you can't know. Yes, you can. Hold on, hold on, everybody. Yes, everybody, if you know you're being put on mute, because uh, we're going to give you your last words, which means you have nothing but time to um, say what's on your mind. All right? That's how we're going to do it right now, because it makes so much better sense. And we can hear what you have to say. All right? So, first man, I'm going to give a chance to say what he have to say. Um, Kevin. Oh, all right. All right. My last, my last words are this. I agree with the brother as far as Robert Mugabe. I mean, the man is in his 90s. I don't think any person in 2016 in their 90s should be ahead of any state. I mean, that's clear. Dementia, Alzheimer's. Um, who knows when that's going to set in? And when you find out when it does set in, it's going to be too late because he's still going to be ahead of state. That's clear and that's undeniable. And to me, to me, that's it's undebatable. Now back to the South Africa thing and gay rights. I'm not for gay rights. Let's make that clear. But what I'm saying is, when you talk about the continent of Africa. We need to be specific when we talk about the continent of Africa. We cannot just keep yelling out, well, in Africa, in Africa, and like my brother said, well, South Africa may be an exception to the rule. Well, once you have an exception to a rule, that rule is no longer all-encompassing. They cannot be all-encompassing because we have an exception. So there's going to be a part of that that is not encompassed by that law. Yes, it is clear. Most people, most heads of state, most governing bodies on the entire continent of Africa, just like most places in the Middle East, a lot of places in Asia, they deplore homosexual activities. But we cannot say all of these places. That's the only reason I called in, just to get some specificity to this. Because when people say all of Africa, all someone who's going to be, I guess, a contrarian to what you're saying is they're just going to bring up South Africa. They're going to mention that, she, well, now it's coming up on almost 11 years since South Africa has allowed gay marriage. 11 years. The only way that we can stop the colonialism that brought it there is to recognize that, yes, they allow this down there. If you think other parts of Africa aren't speaking on South Africa, allowing this there, then you're wrong because they are. So why, mu- why can't we speak on it? We must speak on it. If we don't like it, then we have to call out the country that's allowing it on that continent and call them for what they are. That's what I'm saying. And if anything else, you're being dishonest. You can't say all of Africa, all of Africa, and then say, well, I meant most of Africa. That's not what you said. And that's all that I want to call you and tell you, Mr. Talk. I appreciate you giving yeah. me the time. And, you know, peace to all my brothers and sisters that's calling. You know, one love. All right. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> and, uh, always. 
in Georgia. All right, let me see. I got somebody here. Okay. All right, Freddie. Is this you, Freddie? Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Mr. Talk. Okay. Your last word, sir. My last words is on homosexuality. Okay. Now I'm there. Yes, it's legit that you you don't want to be killed, stomped, raped, beat out because yes, you live an alternative lifestyle. Everyone's human. They're no less human than we are. Have a job, you know, go home, have Netflix and chill. That's fine, whatever. But the reason why those Nigeria, uh, anywhere there's a black population, New Orleans, the reason why uh, there is homosexual in places and where there's black populations historically, they were introduced it by way of pedophilia. That is why they're against it. You can ask a Jamaican on that. Mm-hmm. But the minute you start trying to put um, – I even know my last girlfriend, she was telling me that her son was uh, reading a book on, you know, that little boy princess stuff. Mm. We, you have no business trying to introduce kids to that when they barely even know. You should be thinking about Tonka trucks and Power Rangers and, and you know, easy bake oven type stuff. We don't need to talk about that. We can barely talk about sex in general. So um, – to try to say that it, it's you're, you're trying to kids don't understand that they have no business on it not at that age if they want to do it when they're older people do what the hell they want to do when they're like 25 23 um no we don't even understand we barely we barely understand homosexuality and transgenderism and gender in general so if you're pushing, hey, don't kill me, BB, I'm human, fine. But other than that, it's like, like, go sit down somewhere. You're a human being. All right? Mm-hmm. You're human. Right. So, other than that, quit trying to me look trick. Quit trying to have me participate in something that you don't want. I'm not even making an issue on you. So take your fight somewhere else. Okay. I I've been to her gay. But I don't make it – they don't push their well, – come on, come on, come on. No, stop it, dude. Sit, sit down. That's what. That's why I left. That's the thing I'm going to say. All right. Well, thank you, Freddie. And you made some very valid points, very valid points. All right. You have a great weekend, sir. All right. Next up, Sarge. Yeah, Sarge, uh, this issue for me is not uh, an issue of um, – of, uh, well, it is an issue uh, of human rights, uh, and, and to the extent that it's an issue of human rights, again, uh, the the treatment of homosexuals in many African countries and Middle Eastern countries is abominable. It needs to be reversed. No one needs to be jailed or executed because of their sexual proclivities, no matter how much I may find distasteful or object to them. That's not my place to decide. Uh, as many things I find distasteful and objectionable, I don't have the right to intervene in that in any way, shape, or fashion. And those Policies in Africa need to be corrected. However, I have noted that in a country like ours, where we have religious freedom codified in the form of the First Amendment, those religious freedoms are in peril in many places when it comes to opposing the homosexual fascist agenda of the homosexual activist movement. Many of these people, these liberals, progressives, and cultural Marxists, are positively fascist in their determination to impose it upon us by force of law and force of the state and the government. And I will never accept that either. In fact, I think that is a greater danger than the other. 
So that's what my primary objective is, not to homosexuals as individuals, but to the homosexual activist movement and the dangers to liberties and freedom for the rest of us that it implies. And in Africa, since they don't even have First Amendment protections in most countries, as a matter of codified law, and the fact that they tend to be more authoritarian and statist, if they ever allow a homosexual activist fascist-type movement like we have in the United States to become here, their freedoms and liberties will be even more endangered and imperiled than they already are. So I'm going to continue my steadfast opposition to the homosexual activist movement as it presently constitutes itself, which is that of the liberal, progressive, cultural Marxist left who are a bunch of authoritarians and statists and freedom and liberty deniers, and I don't want to see it spread any further anywhere in the world. But as a matter of individual liberty and allowing human basic human rights protections for all people to include homosexuals, yes, to that extent, yeah, you've got to protect homosexuals from the kind of abominable treatment they get in many places in Africa and in the Middle East. All right. Well, thank you, Sarge, for that. As always, you put it only the way you can put it. <laughs> thank you, sir. You're you welcome. Great. Okay. <laughs> All right. Andrew, you're in up. Andrew, are you there? Wow. <laughs> I, I called in thinking it was a conversation about war, and we ended up we we ended up having a conversation which included, uh, you know, orifices and. Uh, whether people should be sticking things into them. Uh, so <laughs> so it's interesting. I think I came in at a time where I didn't realize what the conversation was about, but it was interesting nonetheless. So, um, you know, uh, like I, I look at it from the perspective of, well, sorry, just made some very good points. Uh, I look at it from the sort of bird's eye view of saying, you know, history, history has, um, you know, just there's so many different examples of how different societies function. And I think that unfortunately, there's a lot more programming that goes on uh, in terms of societal control than anything else, um, which actually dictates what people's preferences and viewpoints are going to be. But there's also the natural aspect. Yes, I believe that human beings naturally have a higher inclination to want to bond with uh, the opposite sex than, you know, with the same sex. Uh, that's normal. It's natural. I think it can be proven in general that. Uh, and for procreation reasons, people are going to go and get uh, connected with uh, with the people uh, in in society in the ecosystem that are going to help them reproduce. That's natural. Uh, but then again, you know, it depends on the environment, because because you know, there's just so many different parameters. You know, we start looking into things like the uh, like just studies of different um, different different animals and all sorts of things, and how in nature it even occurs. Uh, it, so it is very, very difficult topic to to try and like sort of how do we wrap our heads around it? But 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 at the same time, do we need to wrap our heads around some of this stuff? I think that Saj made some very good points in that. Um, you know, he explains the, uh, the, the the basic protections that people people need, and at the same time, you know, you don't want to be enforcing uh, you know things that you know where, where where people no longer have the choice to choose whether they want to be around a certain kind of person or not. And this is the thing. This is the problem with all the stretching and the 
uh, sort of moving and twisting and turning of the fabric of our society. You know, eventually things do break, and uh, it, it's 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 always a balance. There's always this balance in 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 all of the different situations in humanity, and that's how society, or I should say, civilization, lives, works, thrives. And it's almost like the currents of the ocean. Uh, society's empires rise and fall just like the tide comes in and out on, on the shore. That's a natural process. And so, you know, we find ourselves stuck inside these constructs. I mean, we, we have to ask ourselves the question of like, you know, is it really worth fighting over whether or not someone does something privately? Uh, possibly not, uh, if it's not affecting us directly. Is it really worth fighting for someone to not have their arms and legs chopped off because they happen to be privately doing something with somebody else that doesn't affect anyone else that they're both consented to? We probably should be fighting for that. We probably should be wanting to make sure that we're not, we're not if we, even if we're not doing something, even if we're not homosexual, uh, ourselves, we probably should be fighting for those rights because who's next in line <laughs> with any particular belief system? Uh, what is, you know, what does make a society free, liberal? Uh, so it's very interesting. It's a very interesting debate. Um, but, but yeah, there's, there's just too much to take in. There's just too much to look at uh, in terms of just having one conversation. And it's, I think everyone's got interesting points of view from their perspective. And it's fascinating to look at how people arrive at these perspectives and what maybe their life story might be or what their background might be. And uh, it's great that we can, uh, that we can talk about things. And like I said earlier on, you know, I, I try to personally, uh, I try to check myself and see, you know, uh, am I, am I discriminating or just purely out of my own personal bias that has, that has been installed in me or am I being fair? Um, uh, am I, uh, am, you know, am I hurting somebody by things I'm saying or doing in life? And would I want that done to me? So uh, it's a very delicate balance in history and society and in metaphysics and our minds and our thought processes and our inner world and the outer world. We could pr probably talk about it for decades and still not know exactly what, 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 what is, you know, what is the uh, absolute best way. But it is good that we're able to talk about these things. So, so thanks very much, Mr. Talk, for having us uh, give uh, having us uh, on the on the platform that you've that you put together, you know, to be able to have this discussion. All right. Well, thank you, um, Andrew, for your um, comments and for calling in today. And some more outstanding points. I, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm learning a lot just listening to y'all right now. All right, um, Sister Ottawa, you were. Okay. Well, so much has been said. I've enjoyed the conversation. I would like to say this, that Africa was carved up at the Berlin Conference. And that's where European country, uh, European nations were able to benefit from certain areas of Africa. The Dutch boar is at the southern tip of Africa which they claim as South Africa. But um, when they went in there, they also took their culture, okay? And the European has that proclivity in their culture, bisexuality. Uh, this is something that has existed a long time. And you talked about the Greeks, and they came in with that. And... Um, it wasn't tolerated then. And most people of color have a taboo about the homosexuality. Um, you learn it very early. And so um, that is something that just goes across the board. Now, we're in the United States, and we are up under the Roman culture. 
and this is a part of their culture. So, yes, it is in our face. But we have to just teach our young people and give them information because that's the only weapon we have is information. And so with that, I will say have a good weekend. Peace. All right. Thank you, Sister Oliver. Peace back at you. All right. Uh, Suzette, you're up. Okay. Um, I wanted to get back to where you started with the conversation with the HB and the human rights in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where it all started. But um, human rights are norms. They help. Oh, we lost her. Okay. Uh, we lost her. Oh, you know what? I, mm, all right. Uh, let's see. JC. I hate we lost her. Oh, JC, I are you? She, yeah, I'm here. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right. My final thought on this is, I mean, everybody is going to have their own thought and opinion on on the situation, how they feel about certain things. You know, me personally, I'm a strong believer in, you know, I I mean, I want to protect, you know, (laughs) what I see as, as normal. I want to protect younger kids. I don't want the younger kids being turned out, young, young men and young women being turned out by these pedophilia-type um, men and women, okay, because that is going to be the generation. We need these these kids to grow up with some some sense of morality, some mm-hmm. sense of, of, of well-being for themselves. The LGB, XYZ is pushing this to the point to where they don't care who they step on and who they bring in. And uh, I, I know the gentleman ain't, ain't here to protect itself. I'm not going to say anything about it, but we have to be very careful about coming, you know, they're coming at a certain tone, but they're really in there to kind of disrupt certain things. They don't want other people to hear the truth about what's really going on. So they try to, if if they see someone in there that they figure might be a strong at uh a, a strong foe against what's going on, then they will try to attack that person in a certain manner, which happened earlier on the, on the show. But, you know, I'm wise to that stuff. What we need to do, we need to understand that, you, you know, we all have a, we all have a, an, an ability and we have a responsibility, you know, to our younger people, people to keep them out of harm's way. We have a responsibility to them. It's just like um, our, our history, our black history. They're trying to wipe that off the face of the earth. LGBT, they're trying to wipe the heterosexual norm, uh, the, 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 the agreement between a man and, and a woman off the face of the earth. They want everybody to do whatever they want to do. And I want to give you this, um, Mr. Talk. If you ever get a chance, look up this guy by the name of, of uh, 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 Alistair Crowley. This dude right uh-huh. here was a German, but what he did is he came in w- within the United States and he became a politician. Now, during this time, he was a great, excellent, smart man, poet, so on and so on. But what this guy did is he fought against everything that was, uh, as I say, normal, you know, in relationships, anything that, that, that was in the Bible, 
he fought against it. He did the opposite of everything in the Bible. He believed in homosexuality. This guy went out and caught every disease that he could. He believed in sleeping with kids. He believed in kids sleeping with little girls and grown men sleeping with little girls and little boys. Just look this guy up. He was just like the devil. And everything that these people are doing now, the LGBT, this stuff that they're pushing is exactly like this dude, Alistair Crowley, and everything else that they're pushing. Because the feminists that have, have said something, if they um, can't, um, uh, can't change it, destroy it and start over from one of the things that Margaret Singer said. Okay. And I'm done on that. All right. Well, thank you, JC. <laughs> As always, passionate. <laughs> All right, y'all. Wow, what a wonderful show. I tell you. Wow. We start off one place, went somewhere else, and ended up coming back to where we started off. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, North Carolina. Basically says, if you're born a boy, you go to the boy's bathroom. If you're born a girl, you go to the girl's bathroom. Simple. Easy. But yet you have so-called musical stars and businesses say, that's not right. That's discrimination. Well, I say to them, hogwash. Okay? It's just that simple. Hogwash. Um, As far as women in, in combat units in the tank, Hey, you asked for it, you got it. You know, um, it's up to you. You make it work or you don't make it work. But, you know, there's a lot of lot of good points made here today on the show. And I've noticed it, it doesn't matter as far as what we're talking about. We always seem to come back to the same few things that, that, that is actually what's going on. Conditioning, programming. Conditioning and programming. And JC just said it. As far as our generations coming up now, our kids going up now, they are being programmed even twice as hard as we were to accept things that we know is wrong, are wrong, period. What you do with private sexually is on you. But stop trying to force it on me, okay? Just stop. Stop trying to force it on my child, because we don't we don't do that. And if you take it, look at the boob tube program. That's why they call them programs, because that's all it is. You know, you got Bruce Jenner. He Caitlyn now. He got a show that's always on. I am Caitlyn. Really? Really? The prancing elites. Really? You know so. We got to deprogram Unconditioned our kids And our, some of us Ourselves If we really going to um, Stand up and, and Do what's right That's all I'm going to say Alright once again I want to thank everybody for participating Suzette who happened to drop I'm sorry she dropped JC Sarge um, Freddie Mays Jabbar um, who did I didn't forget? Um, uh, anyone? Um, <laughs> East Coast in the chat room. He was mighty quiet today. Um, first know thyself. Guest fourteen forty one six thirty four seven eighty one, and of course J C. All right, so 
Once again, thank y'all for tuning in, and uh, it's been very, very enlightful and fun. I actually had fun today and informative. Um, That's going to do it, man. So we'll be back here Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. Um, Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with an open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest and best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, then everything else is just groovy. You know what? Before I let you go, I, I saw I, I was watching The Matrix today. You know, they they played all the Matrix, and you know they have this woman in there called the, the Oracle, and she was sitting there talking to um, Neo, and she said something that really, really piqued my interest. And she said, "We can never see past the choices we make because we don't understand." Now. Think about that. Think about that. We can never see past the choices we make because we don't understand. That's deep. That's really deep. All right. So, like I said, we're getting up out of here now. Um, <laughs> going to take you out of here with Anita Baker and Fairy Tales. All right. Y'all have a great weekend. I'll see everybody back here Monday, 2 p.m. Central. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, saying see ya. Enjoy your weekend. I'm out.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.